Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Ballers. Boys, next time we do a podcast. Put numbers on the board. The NBA season will be here. I'm hey listen, I'm so excited. I'm so ready. Um And we'll be in front of a live audience. Yeah, some of us will be. Some yeah, of us no, will take the day off. <laughs> the season still won't be here when that happens. It'll be getting ready to start. Yes. A few hours away from it. <laughs> I, I, I'm ready though. I'm ready. I I can't wait. We um, doing our NBA fantasy drafts and everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm approaching the way I watch basketball a lot different this season. Well, how so? I'm just going to be more locked in. I feel like a lot of the time, at least last year, there was a lot going on, right? The baby mm-hmm. getting ready to be a married man. There's a lot of shit where I was watching, but I wasn't locked in all the time. Okay. This season, I am completely locked in because I got so much shit. I got this show um, with the show with the guys. I got the Kenny Beach and Pod. I got the channels and stuff. Where I can't even afford to take a day off. And I mean that, like, excitedly. No, you know? yeah, I um, I was I was thinking last night. I was like, man, I gotta tell Elena. Like, she hasn't really met the end season me. Mm. So, cause like usually it's like I we I you see my from room. Like I have two TVs. I have, my, I have a bunch of monitors, whatever. So I have like I have a preseason game on, but I also have like some movie on. We'll kind of casually be watching whatever. But like I'm ready to have all them all my monitors uh, hooked up with the games on. I'm ready to kind of like I think I'm gonna uh, approach the way I do it this year in terms of like. I'm going to, if I don't watch enough of a team, I'm trying to put an uh, emphasis on it. Mm, Like, I feel like I usually kind of like gravitate to certain teams all the time, but it's just like, man, I ain't watched the Spurs in a long time. I'm locking in on this game. It's going to be hard not to watch the Spurs this year. I mean, hey, sometimes. Wait, is she ready for ball to become life? Because ball ain't been life in y'all relationship. I think think so. Because, like I said, um, I think the fun way I put it with, like, I guess girls, too, I just, like, take uh, the stories from it. Like, I'll give her the stories from it. Mm-hmm. Where like the I'll, drama field thing. Yeah, and make her get kind of, like, have some some type of investment in so it. So the Warriors versus Wizards, you're going to let her know about the Draymond punch. Yeah, now, like, now, I, cool I, I've told her, like. It won't work. You don't think so? I mean, I've. My I've, girl, yesterday, I'm talking to them in a the party. We start mm-hmm. talking about the music and then basketball or whatever. She turns her phone. You know what she showed me? Mm-hmm. Leangelo. Because <laughs> Leangelo yep. just had a baby with yep. a girl who used to be on Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. So unless Draymond or Jordan Poole is dating a VH1 MTV reality star, the stories ain't really gonna hit. I could tell my girl about the punch incident. She gonna probably be like, "Man, that's messed up." But she know Leangelo more than she know Lamelo. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's just a fun way to like interact with her. You missed my dad joke too. What? Because I was telling him, like, LeVar had a good interview with Vlad. I watched it. She was like, it's a, it's another one? I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, he's LeVar. They got Alonzo, LiAngelo, LaMelo. And she's like, damn. I said, yeah, I know it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just a cool perspective to talk about. And just like, <laughs> for somebody that don't watch basketball, like, it's just cool to get her to, like, introduce her to like more names because she might know rondo from a century ago yeah. you know playing with the celtics <laughs> yeah. but like it's cool to be like these are this is jason hey, tatum this is jason zone, tatum baby. yeah this type of stuff like that does she do you think she's one that will be able to adjust because for my conversations with her she seems like she just kind of like love being with you at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, no that's what I'm saying. On. She's the type of person that she would do it like if the Lakers lost, she'd be like, oh, like she'd try to like cheer me up or some stuff. That's your Lakers hat. <laughs> she did. Yeah, that's your Lakers hat. You need to be cheered up after the Lakers lost. 
I mean, so she'd I, be the same stuff. She'd be, she'd be asking about the pro-am games because I'd be like, man, we had a couple <laughs> rough games. She'd be like, oh, it's okay. You'll get them next time. right here, baby. It's okay. Right. Andrew Nimhar hit that shot. Mike was devastated. You need, <laughs> <laughs> you need the pep up. Because so I was just talking shit before that, too. Definitely. Uh, Derek, now, your adjustment, you're going to have to make an adjustment this season because you're going to be full-time da- dad during the season. Do you think that's going to adjust the way you have to watch games? No, because – I feel like usually I'm I have two monitors, so I watch the games that's on TV and then League Pass, and then any games I miss, the condensed version on League Pass is always so handy because what is it thirty minutes and mm-hmm. they show every play of every possession. So like those are the thirty minutes that you can usually get a feel for the game. Some of those games be blowouts too, so you really don't even have to watch the whole game. Mm-hmm. So uh, more more so, I I could still watch the same load. Okay, okay. This is this is me and Mike. Mike's first NBA season in our own place. Mm. Oh wow! So that's yeah, that's that that's what I'm looking forward to to be able to have it like throughout my whole house if I need be if I want to. That's my biggest fear. Opening night, mm-hmm. I'm hoping nobody <coughs> drops like fifty. Yeah, because I want to react to all of those big games on my stream. Okay. So if it happens and we in Denver, I'm going to be very fucking mad yeah. that I can't react to it right then and there. Like, So if we come back Wednesday and the first 50-point game happens Wednesday night, I can go right on my Twitch. Yo, we reacted to Donovan Mitchell. Let's see how Donovan Mitchell got this 55. Mm-hmm. Like, But I can't. So I'm like, please yeah. open the night. I know it's just two <laughs> games. It's it's the Nuggets. And who, who, who's the second game? The Lakers the versus who? Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Please, Devin Booker, don't go for 62. Oh, man. I thought about doing a, a, a Twitch Please. show in the mornings. Like Please. like a recap? A recap of That'd the previous cool. day. But it's just so much going on that I don't even know if it's even worth it. Mm-hmm. But I might. I might try early season to see yeah, if people might, are invested. Might as well. Wake I mean, up at a cool 9 a.m. and do something. Um, I'm definitely going to keep doing my Lakers. Will we watch the Lakers game together? I think that's always pretty cool. Yeah. Even though they don't give up about the Lakers. Hey, people like to see. I think because he has a primetime game, too. Lakers are always going to be the late last game, and he's mm-hmm. a late streamer, so it kind of it works out perfectly. You are a late streamer. Yeah. I think I'm about to drop the first episode of my my my, my NBA show mm. before we leave for Denver. So y'all stay tuned to that. You can, uh, subscribe. No, you're not gonna tell them the name yet. I am. Subscribe to Pee Wee the Plug. Um, I got my new show that I'm gonna be doing this season. It's uh the heliocentric, mm. starring Pierre Pee Wee the Plug Andreessen. That's tough. The heliocentric. That's okay. tough. That's helios. Okay, I like that. I like Thank that a you. lot. Thank you. I like Thank that you. a lot. Thank you. That's the hard part about everything. Naming something. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about names since you sent me that text or that doc. Mm-hmm. Thought about names since then. That was that was like a couple months ago, and I just couldn't come up with a name. And I was just like, man. So I started thinking of like terms that I like. Uh, seven seconds or less. That got me to Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni got me to James Harden, which got me to the heliocentric. And I was like, oh, that's it right there. What do you think like, the, the length of these episodes is going to be? Because I know, like, you did the react into the top 100 list, and that video ended up being hour. like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you think it's going to be some? Because I think it's going. I think it's, they're going to be long, but I, I'm not going to force it. Okay, let's let's chat after the show. Yeah. Because yeah. dove up that revenue by going on audio, play, going on Spotify and shit too. You know, it was going. Yeah, let's talk after the show. Okay, let's talk after the show. Yeah. Uh, basketball, basketball. Do we have? Drop the mic. We do, we do. And uh, I want to go over the last drop the mic we did too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically who do you have fallen out in the West? We 
kind of agree that it's like basically top eleven teams. It's eleven teams, mm-hmm. ten spots. Um, it usually maybe twelve. You see, Wimby. Yeah, that's true. Um, Derek was saying the same thing you watch. He's like, man, the Spurs could be decent this year, <laughs> Loki. I just want to mention watching Wimby guys. in preseason definitely make you feel like the Spurs could be decent. This <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, a few guys that uh, had shared their comments was uh, Jack said the Mavericks. He believes uh, can be the eleven seed, which is but they didn't make it last year. Mm-hmm. He said so. Technically, they wouldn't. Oh, I, okay, my fault. I misunderstood. They're the in the mix, though. Yeah, yeah, for mix. sure. For he sure. Says he just okay. doesn't believe in their defense, which I feel is like the consensus probably a little bit, or we just haven't seen their defense at all. Right. Um, next one comes from Sajad. Uh, my bad if I pronounced that wrong, wrong. He says the Pelicans. He doesn't know if they're going to be healthy, another issue. This like yeah. You can say the, the health thing for a lot of teams, but some teams, it's just more prone than They just others. have the reputation, yeah. and, and the right. Pelicans are one of those teams. Okay, this is where we get a little bit more spicier. Um, Salem says, I think OKC is easily the worst team of the top 11. There's a world where the Pels, Mavs, and the Wolves missed the play-in, but the Thunder haven't showed us that they're a lock-in for the play-in. Shea was an All-NBA player last season, and they only made the play-in by two games. They're the worst team. And I don't I don't see that that's crazy. Yeah, uh, I think on paper they may be, but I feel like they play better than what's on paper. Last year they were the youngest team in the history of basketball. Mm-hmm. Shea averaged 30-whatever-whatever, made All-NBA. And you're just banking on eight. And preseason check, Holmgren looks really good. People are testing him at the rim, and he's preventing all of that shit. You're betting on J-Dub putting on that extra muscle being better. You're betting on Giddy. So it's a lot of bets. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to say he also – he did mention Chet in here too. That Well, he did say – he says Chet um, – Chet wasn't there last season. They're going to have him, but I don't think he's that much of a floor raiser to make them a lock. I don't know. They, last uh, year they were, they were still a pretty good defense without having a center. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like – I think if you add a seven-foot center like Chet, who's protecting the rim, I think it only increases your floor. Yeah, and people are challenging him, at least in preseason. And I think they're going to continue to do that, and he's just going to get hella blocked. So he's saying, okay, see, it's his team. That, that. Yeah. I'm not I'm not mad at him. Somebody got to fall out. I was saying the same thing when I when I went live. Like, OKC, I can understand, but, like, I see certain OKC fans not having any type of understanding on why people aren't, like, sure about them being a lock. I agree with my my point was exactly what KB said. You it, you're really projecting everything with mm-hmm. them. Like you're projecting so many things that happen. Shea is gonna be a thirty point scorer again. Chad is gonna be super impactful from day one, which not is not impossible. But then you got J Dub, Giddy, Lou Dort is gonna shoot forty percent from three. Like you got all of these things that you're projecting in a Western conference that got better by like all means. And as much as you're projecting, there's other teams that could project too. So it's yeah. like it, somebody ain't going to make it, man. Somebody is not going to make it. And the most frustrating thing about these type of conversations is fan bases who don't understand that, that projections is two-sided. You can have projection where everything go right in your fantasy world, but then you have that projection to where it, just don't, work. it don't work out. A guy ain't there as much as you thought he would be or it ain't as impactful. It all don't come together. So it's like every team right now – um, is coming to the season thinking the projection on a one-sided basis. Like, mm-hmm. man, uh, like the Sacramento Kings last year, everybody looking at their team was like, man, everybody can have career years this year. And the Sacramento Kings showed us it's not impossible. But it's really hard for people like us who have to uh, use our analysis to to base that. It's, it's very tough. It's Probably very tough. It twice. Yeah. And, and nobody's rooting against it. But, again, mm-hmm. when your job is to um, – give things an analysis you have to use what you're given and so far 
Um, there's a lot more teams that I trust more than OKC. Mm-hmm. Just so far, because like KB said, they're the youngest team. So it's like I don't even look at that as no knock. Yeah, they're not supposed yeah. to be as. I think the the key word he just said is just the lock for it. Right. We yeah. all know that they can make it. It's just like he believes that they're one of the lesser teams in the lock, I guess, regards. And that was from Salem Star, so that was a good conversation. Shout, oh, shout out to my boys. And uh, last one comes from Jace. I don't think people are going to like this one. He says, I think the Kings will be the team that drops out of the playoffs. They were the healthiest team in the league last season, and while they had an amazing season, it was only one year. I can see the playoff appearance being more of a fluke rather than kiss consistent outcome in the near future. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people think this. Um, somebody at ESPN, I forget exactly who, a writer at ESPN, I was reading his article, um, and he was expecting that as well. They're like, it was lightning in a bottle for them. Everything happened perfectly, and now that won't be replicated. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I do believe that they're still going to have some success. I don't think it's going to be third seed in the Western Conference success. But again, with it being 11 teams that are fighting for 10 spots, how, how can I say for sure that this is our lock-in? Yeah. So I understand it. It's so tight. You miss a guy for 15, 20 games, it changes the entire trajectory of your season yeah. for yeah. any team. For any team. Unless you're one of those top-heavy teams that has three guys yeah. that you can, so when one go down, you still got book and bill. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're unless you're that top-heavy, it's you're gonna feel it if you're the Kings if De'Aaron Fox has to miss double-digit amount of and games. You gotta not roll with Davion Mitchell. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna miss a bonus if he has to miss a certain amount of games. So, um, yeah, the one thing I will say for the Kings though, um, I don't have them being the same three C team top. You know, uh, home court advantage type team, but they play they play really good basketball. I'm mm-hmm. buying into Keegan Murray in a year two. Jump. I was just about to mention um, um, the game against the Warriors where Steph had went off. Keegan Murray, I was watching Keegan Murray like this. He had some war, like he made plays that wasn't he he wasn't doing last year. Like we all know he could shoot the ball very well, but I seen him like it was one of the first plays. You're talking about the preseason, the other night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when Steph yeah. hit the game winner. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He had plays where he was putting the ball on the floor. He was doing a spin move, pull up. He was doing this skin to the rim. And I think that's kind of like, wow, we can add another dynamic to this offense instead of just like him spotting up. Now he could play more with a, a Kevin. They could do their Kevin Herter pick and rolls with him or they could have Mal- whoever because yeah. they're adding another dynamic. One of the questions for them is will they be able to improve the defense because they were such an offensive heavy team, the best offense Ever, which is a skewed stat because every year somebody's the best offense ever. But um, and their defense was mediocre, but the mm-hmm. offense was so damn good, and they had the clutch playing basketball last season that they were able to grind out those games. That's what I was gonna say. Or you is your clutch is your clutch player gonna be the clutches again this year? Yeah, because if he's not, that's a couple more. Losses. I could see a lot more like teams if it's a close game, a couple like a minute left. We trapping deer, we trapping deer and fox. We making somebody else make a play. Yeah, yeah. And Mike Brown again has the reputation as one of the better when he was. Hired, he was a defensive-minded coach. And if you remember yes. from the GM survey we did a couple weeks ago, he was voted the best offensive coach in basketball. Mm-hmm. So he obviously has the tools to make it happen, but do they have the personnel to make it happen? I thought Steve Kerr was voted the best offensive coach. Nope, it was oh, Mike Brown in this GM survey. Um, supposed to hit everything else, but yeah, Mike yeah. Brown had offense. Yeah, that's a good question. Do they have the tools? Uh, De'Aaron Fox is, is going to be willing and ready, but he does so much for you offensively. Um, Kevin Herter. um Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all that being said, uh, this week's Shop the Mic is Malik Monk off your bench. Yeah, Season about to start. 
claim your second team that you you room for. Ooh. Might be well, our fourth or fifth. Your seventh team. Might be our fourth, fifth, right. seventh. We just claim them now. Okay, that's that's I, hard. I, I, I can start. I can start with mine. Um, I talked about it a little bit in the chat when I was like, I got Tyrese Halliburton in the league, and uh, in our fantasy draft. But the Pacers are my team. I like that. Pace and space. They're gonna be running. Watch. Yeah. I have I have stock in the Atlanta Hawks this season. Atlanta Hawks, my second team. I was going to say Hawks, but he said that, and they're also in the same conference as my Knicks Eastern Conference team. So I'm trying to go with a Western Conference team. Um, I want to say this one team, but let me just make sure. Go ahead, Demi. I'll, I'll go Orlando. Okay. I think Word. I'm I'm buying in on a second year stock Apollo Franz. Mm. I think all that team that team is probably going to come, and I'm betting on also Markel having a really good year. The second half of the season when he came back, he was very good. So I'm banking on him having a full year. He cut his hair. So. Yeah, he does it kind of weird. <laughs> the haircut does up the pro- uh, productivity. Yeah, yeah. Ask Alfred Payton. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a few teams out west that mm-hmm. I that I want to claim, but I can only pick one. Um, the Pelicans are a team that came to mind. Um, the Rockets. Oof. I really, I really, really. I'm wanted, not mad at it. I really yeah. want to dive in with the Rockets, and then there's the Memphis Grizzlies. Man, see Thompson, bro. He I has l- been. Man. I love Desmond Bain. I think Desmond Bain is going to have an incredible jump this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm rocking with the Houston Rockets, man. The Houston Rockets. Why, why you said Grizzlies real quick? I was skimming through the comments. Somebody, and my bet I ain't mentioning your name, but he's like, I don't think Grizzlies recovering from that 25-game suspension. Mm. It will be tough. But, I mean, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is a trooper. I, I, Bro, I was on Fanspo, and I was looking at some trades, and somebody it was a Grizzly fan that made a trade. Uh, it was – Ja and somebody else. It was like Ja and somebody else for Zach Levine and Alice Caruso. Send that shit in today. <laughs> the, the they said Bulls the Bulls get a, they say Bulls get a troubled star in uh troubled star. They he was like Grizzlies get, right? get more defense in, in a score. <laughs> Bro, Ja West is crazy. <laughs> He gonna have a Fifi on him, like, <laughs> bro. We gonna look nice because if we traded for somebody that's out for twenty five games, we gonna be weak. We gonna get a high draft pick. Boom. You pair him with Patrick Williams, Ooh. man. Oh my he, god. He will might learn how to dunk the ball finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you see because okay, so Bulls Twitter was on Patrick's Y'all ass. Saw his hat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they was on his ass because the last game we played against, I forget. I think it was the Raptors. The game where he went off on the second string, when he was going off against the second string? No, that was the previous game. Okay. Um, against the Raptors, he wasn't very good. So bad that he missed the game with a layup that was uncontested. Twitter was on his ass, right? Bulls Twitter. Ah, it's year number four, and you can't make layups. You don't put the ball on the floor. You're just spot up. That last game of the preseason, he shot like three or 14, so he didn't shoot it well. But you could tell he saw that shit because the first two plays he got the ball, he went to try to dunk on Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and then the other one, I think I, y'all heard me in Discord, I was like, he got a bucket. He did like a big bing got to the basket, went up with his right hand, switched it over to his left. I'm like, oh, snap. But it is funny when um, you can tell that a player has heard the noise. He's aware. Yeah. He's aware. He's aware of the way he's been talking about. Ain't nothing funny in that when they were talking about Lonzo after that one game. They was like, he need to shoot the ball more. Mm-hmm. Next game the against Suns. the Suns, he took thirty <laughs> shots. <laughs> he seemed like Anthony Davis does that too. Yeah, like he'll have a bad game and I feel he like he, he just, hears that, but it's also got to be his teammates telling him like, "There's no way you're taking six shots this game. Yeah. There's no way you finish it with thirteen points." 
It's easy for AD, though, because his is magnified because he plays for the Lakers, which means that he's going to be talked on first take and all these other places. Patrick Williams had to be in the weeds of Bulls Twitter <laughs> yeah. to see that stuff, you know? He's not on the front line. Or, exactly. do, you, or do you think he just know he was dog-ass wrong? Maybe. Maybe that, too. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe his team Or maybe DeMar told him. Tory yeah. Craig said he's on Patrick Williams' ass this season. So maybe it's that, too. But you could tell that he was trying his ass off. I like when vets come in and say stuff like that. Yeah. I saw a video like Pat Bev doing. Oh, he ain't going to dress like d <laughs> For real. Pat Bev said he did something like that with Anthony Edwards um, when he was on the Timberwolves. Like, he was telling him about that, like, the hezzy pull-up. He was telling him about breaking it down. He said, don't, like, go, don't go to the basket. Just pull up. And he was. He pretty much told him how to do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, he had an Pat incredible. Pat Bev telling Anthony Edwards how to score? But no, nah, wouldn't you say that Pat <laughs> Bev was going crazy in high school, like offensively? Yeah, yeah. at Marshall. Yeah, he was doing his thing. Anthony Edwards had an incredible lob yesterday to Rudy. Was that yesterday? Two nights ago. It's the Bulls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he had a great game in general. He was everywhere. Um, but speaking of that vet stuff, did y'all hear Malcolm Brogdon's comments no. yesterday? Um, so at practice – uh, he was asked about coming off the bench behind a rookie. And he said, I think it's honestly important for Scoot to get this experience started. He's going to be the franchise player going forward. So he has to be invested um, in and been given the opportunity, which, again, I just appreciate. Malcolm Brown's always been like a pro's pro. Yeah. Doesn't matter where he's at, what situation. He's always going to try to do the right thing. Um, and eventually somebody will trade for him. But no, he's, he's I, cool I, with being off the bench to a rookie. The yeah. minutes I've seen him yeah. play, he looked he looked pretty good. Like, I, if I was another team, I would be number. looking at him. Yeah. It's the number that Remember, pisses me off. We always talk about Anthony Davis opening week. Remember Malcolm Brogdon opening weeks as a pacer? He would be triple-double alert guy. Mm. Mm. I don't yeah, because it was a lot of conversation with him being an all-star. Sabonis? Yes. I think it ended up being Sabonis. Yeah, I think but, um, Brogdon being on that team would be very nice to scoop. For that 22 games? Yeah, just player. I think every... If you have a franchise player at a certain position, you need, like, that vet at their position that's going to teach them how to play the game. Not like only it. is he a good vet, I think he meshes with most of those guards. Yeah, he can play on or off the ball, so he can play any minute with them. Um, just on the guard. Should be a good time. Should yeah. be a good time. What is he, number 92? Or? Yep. Uh, you got rumor meals, Derek? I got a few of them for okay. us. You know, I I, I did a little, little due diligence. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the first one that was big news, Adam Silver mentioned that the NBA is considering going back to the East versus West format for the All-Star game. Yeah. It was, I, is that I, for this year, or is he just projecting for the future? It's unknown at the moment. Uh, I got mixed feelings about it. I enjoy the draft. Exactly. That's the one thing. And I enjoy, like, yeah, you seeing other players play with other players in different conferences and all. And I just think it makes the teams more balanced. Because, mm-hmm. like, the West team is going to be stacked. I felt like it was a little honest. bit more competitive. Back. Like, it wasn't I – mean, the West was better, but that's just, like, there was some pride. Like, I feel like West teams out there knew that the West was better. Like, they had some type of competitive nature to it. But the West used to just beat up on East. I think that last year was so bad that he had no choice but to tell people, it's not going to be like this no more. We're going to make a just – we're going to make some type of – because last was year Utah. was the worst. <laughs> the players didn't play. Yeah. And when they did play, not a single person sat in the chair, which is not the same as the previous years. Like, the previous years were exhibition games, so not get me wrong. But we didn't get a crazy performance. Steph Curry went off of 50 in Cleveland. In Chicago, it came down to the last shot. Yeah. Like, we, that's what they were going up against. And in 2023, it was like a yawn. Like, it was the best part about All-Star Weekend was Mac McClung and then the actual draft. Yeah, the the draft was more fun than the game, which is something you never want. Played one possession and set out. Yep, Steph Curry didn't play. LeBron played the first half. And Did set Jason out. Tatum beat it? The record. Jason Tatum had like it didn't matter. I forgot, that's what I was saying. That's yeah. how. That's how like that game yeah. was just. 
it's just got lost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I mean, I feel like the players probably genuinely didn't care to play in Utah. Yeah. No, no offense to the city, but they probably <laughs> didn't, it didn't seem like they cared. I wonder, like, <laughs> what's the percentage of people that left versus, like, let me actually go party, bro. You know, let me LeBron go to this party or let there. me go out tonight. Yeah. LeBron literally didn't get there to the game. He didn't do media. The, the at day all. of the game. Yeah. So. And that, then this year's in Indianapolis. So it's like, shout yeah, out to, I was going to say, it's, it's, I mean, I, it could be better than Utah. I just remember, I'm never forgetting again, we first got to Utah, we were, like, taking our, our Uber to the hotel, and there was a really big billboard that was like, LeBron, if you need a, ho- a house here, hit me up. Yeah. And I was just like, that's got to be the biggest waste of money right there ever. <laughs> what if LeBron wants to ski? He convinced his wife. He could go there for a day ski and leave. <laughs> he convinced his wife to put that billboard up. Like, LeBron can't get a house anywhere he wants. Honey, a- <laughs> I want to take out 75 grand. And to tell him you could live right next to NBA young boy. <laughs> Weird ass hotel we was in. Billboards aren't as expensive as I thought. I was th- I, I was on a highway and I just seen so many billboards. I was like, I wonder how much it costs because it would be cool to have a little like through the wire billboard up. There. I'm gonna get us a billboard. I feel like it, can't be, it cannot Y'all be that much. Billboards, bro. you get your return on the investment. No, no, never. First of all, I, I feel like that. It's Unless a lot it's of a restaurant. That's like right off the highway. Oh yeah, exactly. that, you that's probably true. Do just because like true. people traveling, truckers, and all that, but like. A business thing? I feel like people just like the lawyers. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not that calling that number. Uh, yeah, that's oh, the most. Oh, KB, slow down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need a lawyer right now. But like, if it's a McDonald's sign, it'd be the car oh, accident ones. Right it'd be like, get hurt, get paid. <laughs> right, Steve. Yeah. I just saw your billboard. Let me tell you, a lifesaver. I didn't know how else I was going to get a lawyer. Um, yeah, if, if it's a product, I feel like stop it can... shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a product, I feel like you can get your value. Like Brian Urlacher's hair thing. Because you don't have to do it in the moment. You don't have to remember anything. I feel like that's more beneficial for a TV ad than like a billboard. Because I feel like I'm driving. Go to so O'Hare, fast. you're seeing 30 Brian Urlacher billboards yeah. on the way to yeah, O'Hare. I'm not, if I'm driving, I'm not really looking at a Brian Urlacher billboard. I'm not looking at I'm stuff, looking at anything. shit for gas stations and restaurants. That's it. Like, <laughs> like, you're a trucker? Else really matter. Fuel for the car and for me. Yes. <laughs> Brain I'm not food. looking at none of that shit when I'm driving. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I don't. I, the only time I really look is if I'm in a passenger seat. I'm in an Uber yeah. on the way yeah. to the airport. You're a passenger princess? And you know what I see no. more and more? Okay. I see a lot of billboards for sale. That are empty, like you yeah. can place your ad here. That's so, why I say I feel like it can't be that much to get to get one up there, and yeah. I think that's just a cool thing to have, you know. Especially if like we don't really be going like to the city that much, but it's like if you had a concert around, you always see that sign. Yeah, it's only like the one that I looked into was a couple grand for two weeks. It's oh, so it's a timestamp. Yeah, on it's it. not bad. You know at all. what we need? We need that West Side Gun one in Madison Square, uh, not Madison Square Garden, and. Uh, Times Square. I was gonna say. Oh, oh. yeah. Times Square billboards are expensive as hell. hell Gotta yeah. be. Yeah. But also, I see a lot of influencers on there because they do like a a gap yeah. photo shoot and like, oh my god, look at me on yeah. Times Square. Now those billboards, they also don't seem worth it because there's so many. Yeah, I'm not paying attention. It's just <laughs> it's just lighting for the scenery. It's not. Yeah. It's literally cool to just go and take a picture or video of you on the billboard, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one we got is James Harden is away from the Sixers due to personal matter. Mm-hmm. At first, it came out that he just did a no call, no show, <laughs> and that no one knew yeah, why I'm he was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one knew why he wasn't there. Joel Embiid even said like it must be something serious because he's normally here. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like at the same time, it's just a simple text or like a call or something. But so it was. Who really knows what happened? It was rumored that his his mom is not doing the greatest. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the validity of that. 
he hasn't confirmed it or anything, but it's somebody that's in Houston Rockets media did say that. Um, and if that's the case, yeah, fuck the 76ers. Let me go right. chill with my go, mom. Go take um, care of your mom. But also the timing of it got people skeptical of it because obviously he doesn't want to play. Um, so we'll see. He played zero preseason games. Joel B finally suited up yesterday for his first preseason game. Harden did say he wanted to play. He did. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully it's not – hopefully it's – the latter, which means that I don't want to be here versus someone being sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We prefer that you just hate your job than, you know, someone being, in, you know, sick. So Yeah, facts. Uh, this one I thought was funny. Said no, uh, you said no call, no text? No call, yeah. No, I'm saying, is that what you said? No yeah, call, yeah. no show. No call, no show. Is that is that what <laughs> happened? Yeah, like no one knew why he wasn't there. Yeah, like he just didn't. He didn't go to shoot around. He didn't go to the game. And then he didn't go to the practice the next day. Well, I want to say, you know, Hopefully nothing is wrong with his mom, um, and if it is, hopefully she gets better. But I do think that that is common courtesy. Um, like, if you're not going to be somewhere, I think you should tell somebody. Yeah. Um, he also hates his boss, too, so it's like, oh, you can not take Joel. Him? Well, yeah, you can tell the coach, right? Mm, takes Toby. So, yeah, hey, Nick Nurse, won't be there today. <laughs> won't, won't be there today on, on my dick. Hey, Nick Nurse. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I think – even here, like, what, like the most mad I've ever seen KB was here because we were just sitting, waiting, and and there was no show. And KB texts like, "Yo," and I'm like, "Oh, I, I'm not coming today." And it's like, if you say that before, so that's why that's why I keep that in mind. Like people, if you, you don't never want nobody waiting for you, and, and you, you just don't show up, you don't you, you ain't even say no. I just think that that's common courtesy. So. Yeah, he, he could at least say something to something. You know, a teammate of something. That's why hey, I said. Yeah, he could have texted you. be here tomorrow. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Council here. Uh, this one I thought was pretty interesting. That Chris Paul told Warriors general manager uh, Mike Dunleavy that the Golden State Warriors will you win. You remember the, Mike Dunleavy? Yeah, from the Bulls. Okay. Yeah. Junior. Uh, that they will win the in-season tournament. I love it. Go get your ring, King. <laughs> That ring finna be from Claire's. <laughs> Ari got that same ring. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, I like it though. That that's a good sign for the fans and yeah. I guess the NBA that they're gonna try to come out and be competitive. Yeah. What if that'll be hilarious? We fast forward, get to the end. Chris Paul ain't even playing. Right. <laughs> Just talking. So well, yeah. Now this one is kind of crazy. That I'm. This is from Zach Lowe. That Patrick Williams is looking for a contract that starts with a two, and it isn't twenty million. Yes. So two hundred. No, yeah, no, I listened to the whole podcast. This is the one thing about that place that you're looking at. It's an aggregation site, which means that it's going to take one quote from an entire thing. Okay. So Constantly. I listened to it. What he was saying is the number's not 20, but it might be 26 on okay. the higher end because Devin Vassell got like $28 million. And he said that the Patrick Williams and camp might look at Devin Vassell's production and his lack of games played and say, hey, I might not put up 18 a game, but I'm here every game. Like, Vassell played 39. Well, I need no, you to miss some games and put up 18. <laughs> yeah. Miss some games and put up 18. My league was for real then? My league we had, had a problem 30. in our my league because Contrell had Patrick Williams, and he was a restricted free agent. And somebody in the league, I think it was the Hornets, offered, Jojo. Jojo, yeah. offered P. Will like 33 mil, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like something like that. Hey. And then after that, Patrick Williams wasn't taking a dime in less than 33 mil. free agent. It's like, all right, I just don't. Because he, reset, he, he recanted on the deal. Yeah. And JoJo's excuses were just ass. Yeah. Like, I didn't put it up. That's what he asked for. Yeah. So if he asked for you to jump off the building, you was going to jump off the building? <laughs> so what would y'all put Patrick Williams' market at? $20 million. $20 million? Based on the way the cap is. Based on what you – yeah, I'm also like 
I understand Devin Purcell has missed games, but he's shown he's good. There's potential there. Yes, mm-hmm. you've seen it. All star. Patrick consistent. Williams. I can look at it and say I haven't really seen much where I can gauge how good you're gonna be. Well, what he's good at is he's one of the best catch and shoot three point players of basketball. He is he's a good a, defender. He's a good defender. Obviously, you want to pay for more than that. Yeah. If I'm his age and I'm coming to the Bulls, and my excuses because he, look, 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 yeah, look. He's if you if you look at his DeMar. numbers when yeah. Zach or Demar, not both of them, but one of them is missing, he plays better. Yeah. He gets more shot attempts. He scores more points. So it's like, man, yeah, I, we know he he can average 16 in his league, but you got him as the fifth option every game. So it's like, how is he supposed to now? Go get your buckets, Patrick. That's what I would say as a fan. But I don't. I'm not offering him more than twenty three million dollars annually. The thing is, Monday is the deadline for it. So if he does not sign by de- Monday, then he'll be a restricted free agent this offseason. Which I would, if I am running the Bulls, I would rather him hit restricted That's free agency insane. and say, let somebody else get you that money then, and yeah. we'll match it just like we did with Zach Levine. We'll do here, but same. we don't believe you're worth thirty eight million. So we're not giving you that. Man. Yeah. So if someone offers them thirty million. Would you match it? No. Nobody's no, going no. to offer him thirty million. Well, the teams that do have money. This offseason Our rebuild It's like the Detroit Pistons It's this team That team But I don't think Anybody's offering them Have them Unless yeah. he if Unless he had that jump I just, that case, What benefit would you get From that We gonna add this other Wing yeah. That probably might be A starting good starter Or a role player For 30 million It just don't even make sense Well the most competitive Preseason game That the Bulls had This season Patrick Williams played 15 minutes And Torrey Craig played 30 So I, I say <laughs> have him If he Tell my 30 million I draft that shit uh, the ne- the last one we got is still Bulls raises. Exactly, Levine could be moved to the Bulls. Um, come off to a slow start and hovering around five hundred at about a February deadline. It's uh been a it was a lot of Bulls rumors yesterday, man. Yeah. And Ryan Windhorst had one about Demar Derozan. Yeah. Um, Zach Levine and Demar Derozan seem to be hovering around as they might be potential trade candidates if this team doesn't get off to a good start. It's uh it's interesting though because when Vucevic signed his extension, he said in the press that like the front office are saying that this is our last hurrah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if they're bad, which I think we can assume that they will be slightly below 500 most of the season, then maybe they will wash their hands. But also, there's rumors that there's contract negotiations between Demar in the front office that they want to bring him back. So we don't know what to believe. I w- I would hope it's the team doing what's in the best interest for the future, considering this team has a definite ceiling of being not very good. Um, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at some point. You have to just do it now. Because mm-hmm. I think right now is probably where you get your most value for those guys. The older DeMar get, the less of the value. Uh, I think Zach Levine will still have decent value for a little bit longer because he's he's younger. Um, but, yeah, with DeMar, he's he's only going to get older, and teams are going to just offer you less and less. DeMar every- does not have a ton of value across yeah. ball. And anytime I say that in the video, people are like, oh, Kenny, well, he was a two-time All-Star. That's not, that's not what we're talking about. It's talking about also, like, fit. That's that's one of the main parts. DeMar DeRozan is not necessarily a plug-and-play player, where if I'm a team going for a championship, I can assert him to the star lineup, and he will just catch and shoot. and do. That's just not his play style. Also, last year of his contract, so why would I give you a good asset for for DeMar when he's just going to be a free agent? That's kind of also like the James Harden thing. Like James Harden, is he can walk it in the year. Why would I give you a bunch for James Harden right mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. So pretty much want to take what I'm going to offer, what I feel like I'm willing to give up, and if you're not willing to take it, then shit, I'm going to just – keep my assets unless it is one of those deals where it's like a, a team trades for a player with the agreement that they will sign an extension Resign, yeah, and yeah. They immediately like Porzingis Porzingis got traded and immediately signed his extension yeah um like the first week or so um but the Lakers probably would take him right DeMar mm-hmm. he feels like a player that the Lakers would trade for but 
See, I, I, it depends. It, it it does feel like that. It's just I'm not sure because they just feel like they roster in such a good spot. It, I would it see that like the they first time in a while. I I would say that like in the case for a lot of teams, you have to see what you have first, right? Let us play 10, 15 games and kind of gauge from there, and then we'll see at, at trade deadline time. I wouldn't want that for the Lakers because I feel like it would I wouldn't either. Be a, it would be another situation where they name chasing. Hey, that don't. I thought you was a Bulls fan. <laughs> don't you want to get off this money? For what, Rui and D'Lo? D'Lo. It's just. When you need both, he, probably. Doesn't it's been it. so long since we had, like, a decent three-point shooting team to just be like, you Here's know the what? Worst three point. <laughs> <laughs> get, you know Your what? We back on the mid ranges. Yeah, let's go get DeMar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that was one of my, yeah, and that, that's such a good thing because, like, LeBron, we know that he wants to get to the paint. He could definitely hit the outside shot, but Anthony Davis, they dominating inside. Like, we already got those guys with the two points. It's the reason why we led the league in free throws last season. Like, yeah. please give us some some well, extra I, points from, from deep. Yeah, and DeMar, that just gives you a whole nothing. Unless he's talking about three point play from close, mid range. I was about to say, you want to close or not? Because he's a closer. <laughs> he going to win you some oh, He games. can definitely close out the game. Imagine nah. DeMar saying, Anthony Davis, get the fuck out of the way. LeBron, get the fuck out of the way. Let me do this real quick. You know what's funny? Those defenders that's guard Anthony Davis. <laughs> don't help over. <laughs> Just help off of him. <laughs> DeMar's a willing passer. Don't forget, six assists per game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never forget when he went to San Antonio and that boy was playing basically uh, point, point guard. Four, yeah. Yeah. You could do that. You could do that when you're that nice. Yeah, please, Lakers, please. Just thinking about that is frustrating. <laughs> it no, is. It's it not is. them. Um, the, uh, a couple other things, not rumors, but actual things. Iggy, uh, retired from the NBA, 19 seasons. Yes, he did. Um, so shout out to Iggy, man. One of the one of the guys. Uh, Hall of Fame career? Yes? No? I feel like he's going to get in. You think not first ballot, but he'll nah, sneak yeah, his way in there. Eventually he's going to get in. And like a weak class, it's like, okay, we got Iggy in here. Love Andre Iguodala. That's the guy I would love to have on his podcast. Yeah, shout out to him. Mm. We could probably make that happen. You got more time, Iggy? Come on. His uh, co-host follows me on the gram. So we could do a, a our show, their show thing. Mm-hmm. Four-time champion. I love their podcast name, too. It's very good. Yeah. Four-time champion, finals MVP, one-time all-star, two-time all-defensive, and rookie first team. The accolade thing don't seem crazy. But the yeah. impact. But I, that finals MVP also just sounds so nice, too. Yeah. But also Cedric Maxwell. So. <laughs> and then that last championship, did he play in 2022? Because the Celtics, not really. I don't think so, no. not really. He just did the shit with he, Andrew he Wiggins. He did his part. Yeah, he did he's, his part. he's definitely like a more of a – I love Iggy as like that locker room guy. I remember like something had happened in that game where like Draymond was yelling at somebody and then Iggy like stepped in and like stopped it and like cooled it down. But I was like – that's that good veteran leadership that you need in the locker room. He didn't even get to 20, though. He was ni- at year 19. Yeah. It would have been cool to see him get to 20. And I'm pretty sure the Warriors probably would have brought him back for that one more year. On some, on some um, Udonis Haslam shit. Yeah. You ain't got to play. Just be just be you. And He said it's time to be at the career with his son, though. Yeah. But, you oh, know, if you listen to his podcast, their podcast appearances, he had told us a while ago where he was on um, Old Man in the Three with J.J. and Tommy Alter. He asked J.J., how did you go out? Um, and JJ told him his story, whatever, whatever. And he's like, okay, bad, 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 bad. And then JJ's like, you thinking about it? He's like, thinking about it. I know my answer. And he was just <laughs> alluding to, like, that was it. Oh. Um, so he did it. Did he do anything special? I only saw the report. I didn't I didn't go on his Instagram. Did he post They, they talked about it on the podcast. Okay, word. Okay, mm-hmm. did he cry? I know. <laughs> Shaking my head. He, he probably was, cried before. He was saying he had talked to Dale Curry. And uh, Dale was just saying, you know, I got I had – Two teenage boys, um, 
that was giving a mama fits back home. I had to go put my foot in the ass. Oh, wow. Steph and, and, and they'll and play and for Seth. a long ass time too. So he was just like, "Yeah, man, my son taller than me now, so that is time, and you just got to be home." Yeah, Andre Iguodala, his son, taller than like he said. Is he playing basketball too? Yeah, gotta be. He does. <laughs> Better be. Uh, the next thing is Terry Stotts stepped down from the assistant coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Stotts returned to coaching after two years away and joined Adrian Griffin's staff. Um, and then Sean's put out an article that was saying during a pregame, there was two different huddles. There was one huddle with coaches and one huddle with, with players. Um, Terry Stotts was trying to go over to the players' huddle to talk to Dame. And Adrian Griffin said, get your ass over here. And then they got into a verbal altercation that ended with Adrian Griffin yelling at him and stuff. And then a day later, he stepped away from the team. This is very interesting because I wonder what was said in this um, exchange to where Terry Stotts literally said, yeah, I'm out. Like three days before the NBA season. Yeah, like something really bad had to be said or either Terry Stotts is just so sensitive to where like he couldn't handle being – the assistant coach. Right. So I think it, it might have been mm-hmm. power dynamic. And that was something that Shams alluded to where, like, Terry Stotts has been a head coach in the league for 10 years. Yeah. And maybe underestimated how much he power he didn't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, especially with a first time head coach, power struggle, this and that. Um, but also it came out um, that the Bucks front office tried to do everything in their power to prevent him from leaving. And he oh. was just like, I'm done. You know? Yeah. So that means. If that's the case, then I feel like something Adrian Griffin said probably really. No, I don't think so. I don't think it could be that deep. I think it could be. I think it's a chain of command. I think it also. Could I think be it's a chain up. of command. It don't have to be. This one situation could have been a tipping point. But oh, this is yeah. a one situation we only know about. Yeah. But there could have been a thousand of meetings, thousand yeah. of different things that go to the point where it's like, this shit ain't really hitting the same. And then that one probably was just the overwhelming one. Where it was like, oh hell yeah. I didn't have this say so in that meeting. I couldn't say this in that meeting. That was cool, but he definitely not gonna tell me to get my ass over here. Oh <laughs> hell no! That confirmed every thought that I had, so I'm out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I also feel like if the coaches are also having their huddle, why, why wouldn't you be in that huddle at the same time? Why are you trying to go to the? Yeah, I huddle? thought it was that funny. This like he went to go talk to Dame. Like that's his guy. He said. If I'm not if, fuck all that. I'm gonna go talk to Dame. But what if he just wanted to tell him something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't yeah. say he stuck up his middle finger. Said I'm never coming to the coach's huddle. I just want to go say something today. <laughs> and it, it's even worse because um, Terry Stotts was in charge of the offense. So when Dame got traded, he's like, "I'm excited because I've ran this offense for ten years. I know all the terminology and stuff." Yeah, and now they don't have like, their first line of offensive coaching anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know who comes in and replaces that. Terry Stotts has always been a very, very decent offensive coach with the limited weapons that he did have in Portland. Yeah, so like, well, he had a mega weapon. Well, he had Dame, but I'm talking He had a mega weapon. <laughs> I'm just talking about like the surrounding people. He had a nuclear weapon. Yeah, like even for them to have like a mean and more Harkless, for them to still have a pretty good offense was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So does this, does this matter in the grand scheme of their season? It think? could. It, it could. A little bit, but I feel like they have the talent on their roster to where they could probably bounce back. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going to do to replace Terry. I never really know how to gauge yeah. the importance of an assistant coach. Well, the, important, the importance in this one is – the fact that him and Damian Lillard had a relationship prior to it already, there was some familiarity Yeah. Um, for Damian Lillard to lean on. I'm not saying Damian Lillard needs to be crutched or lean on anybody, but it always helps. Um, and the fact that it's so close to the season, that we're literally mm-hmm. days away, and all of a sudden somebody, like KB said, that was in charge of offense is now gone. 
Um, not doesn't mean that they can't do anything that they didn't want to do, but it is it it has to yeah. it has to be some type of impact behind it, just because it's just the way shit is. Mm-hmm. If no producer comes to the podcast, the podcast is gonna come out, but it's now more loopholes. So yeah. you know what I mean? It ain't the end all be all, but it does affect you. So um, I think assistant coaches are important. I don't give a fuck who they are, what they do. I think every coach that's a part of it is important. Um, yeah. And my and that's just my opinion when it comes to basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I it's just so hard. It's hard, especially with like with you have a, a roster of like grown men. It's hard to be a perfect coach and just see everything and know everything. So to have the extra eyes, and also some players just like gravitate to other people. Yes, they do. it just is what it is. It's just like a natural thing. So to have extra like people that can listen and also communicate and keep these guys like on the same page is always key. But I'm right with you with the the like, it was just so nice because Dame was familiar with Terry Stutz, you know, like and especially because they have all the pressure on them. Like we're talking very highly of them, number one, number two seed, go to the finals, maybe get a championship. Like it's not just throw two guys together and it's just given to him. Like they still need to gel, you know, as good as Damian Lillard is and Giannis is, they really haven't played with another the guy. Yeah. So that regardless, that's still gonna take some time to gel. And I think having Terry Stats could have been a little bit more easier because you just you know, you're already there with Dame. It's just I think it just makes that road a little bit more bumpier. An added point to that is the most crucial thing for this team to reach its fullest fullest potential, to reach the peak success that they can, to me, lies outside of Damian Lillard and Giannis. I think the most important thing is for Brooke Lopez to still be able to beat Brooke Lopez. For Chris Middleton to be Chris Middleton, because when we come to the playoffs, defenses and teams are going to scheme around those two. What makes them so dangerous is the fact that you have another All Star, Chris Middleton. But if you don't properly, properly, properly put him in situations where he can be him, then when it, when you have to lean on him, it's going to be like a you know what I'm saying like imagine if they go all year and he's a spot up shooter. I've said this before. He's a spot up shooter. The playoffs come and teams are trapping Dame or doing some crazy, and now you're looking at Chris Middleton to be this Chris Middleton from two years ago, but he like, shit, I haven't been that guy in all year. <laughs> but if he can still be him, then you can lean on him in a time of need because it's going to happen. There's going to be a time in the playoffs where the Bucks are going to look around and Chris Middleton is going to have to be an answer for them. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Same thing with the Suns. <laughs> There's going to be a time where Bradley Bill is going to have to be Bradley Bill for them. In some way, shape, or form, it may not always be scoring. It may be he have to go make a play or turn something out of nothing. It's gonna, ha- it's gonna happen. It's just what it is. Do you think Giannis tones down his threes this year? And, like and his it, value. And, and it's the only reason why I say that is just because, like in the past years, it's like, first of all, the type of player Giannis is. If you shooting the ball, you probably bailing or you bailing the defense out a little bit. But you still want to be respectable from shooting the ball. I just like and Has I think improved this, every year. I'm looking it up. As and the only reason I asked this because I seen this on Reddit. I was looking on the Bucks page, and they were talking about like same thing about the gelling and everything with Giannis. Because I was looking at that too, and they were like, "It looks bad when there's possessions where Dame is on the floor and it's 18 seconds, 16 seconds, and Giannis is just taking a three. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's just a bad possession for as good as you can get with those two guys on the floor. Here are the numbers over the last four mm-hmm. years. 2020, he averaged uh, four and a half three point attempts per game, 30 percent. Then 3.6 per, uh, attempts per game, 30%. 2021, 
3.6 attempts per game, 29%. And then last year, 2.7 attempts per game, so they're going down. It's going down. I mean, both stats is going down. The attempts and the – But I, I, I'm kind of saying just, like, the more, like, random threes, you know. And I feel like the same way, like, Draymond says, it's like, let me get the second one that comes around. Because the first one, the we'll defense wants that yeah. shot, yeah. you know. Um, and you know what? I don't – maybe I'm not in tune as much as I've seen the Milwaukee Bucks fans. I don't think those early shot clock threes are happening as often – enough for me to feel like we need to talk about it. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, especially if he's a, if the numbers are saying he's attempting two and a half a game, mm-hmm. then maybe one of them is like the bad one. Uh-huh. Um, but I, but like, I agree with you what yeah. you're saying, though, because the offense should be more free-flowing. There should be way more options than a three-point shot from Giannis. Yeah, I would love to see him like attack the mid-range area a little bit more, too. I feel like that could be another – It wasn't even the shooting. They yeah. was on him for like – they were like, he shouldn't even be like – and this is, again, this is just crazy people on Reddit, but they're like – with Dame on the floor, like, it's okay for Giannis not to always have the ball in his hand. Oh, yeah. You know, this type of stuff. Like, you have to be willing to give it up. Like, it don't matter. You don't have to bring it up 35 times a game, Giannis. Yeah. Like, come on. I think so, I, I think that started this part of the – I mean, it's just like kind of the kinks you have to kind of work out. But it's an 82-game season. You know, these are very smart and very talented players. So, I think what's going to be very fun is seeing Dame's, like, playmaking with this team. Like he was a very good playmaker with like limited weapons, and like that's what I was thinking. Like, I was Bruce like Lopez, Chris Middleton, like and Giannis around him was gonna be very crazy. I was just like, just replace the players. Like, yeah, Nurkic now is Brook Lopez, mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant. Now you got Giannis <laughs> under the Kumpo. Yeah. You know, it's just like you can go up and it's like this is a crazy team for Dame to have. And it's just man like, went from Matisse Thybulle to Chris Middleton offensively. That sounds crazy. <laughs> I know. It's just like all the weapons around him. It's just like you can't think that they're not going to thrive, you know? Yeah. The last bit of news. This is the biggest piece of news. Joel Embiid, Julius Randle, and Terrence Mann sign to Skechers. Skechers is trying to have a nice little come up with the, the NBA. Do you believe in the Skechers redemption arc? Well, it can't be a redemption uh, if I'm you not, never had a good year. I'm not persuaded yet. Like, I'm not, regardless of who they sign, unless it's, they get Kyrie Irving on there or something like that. They could have. They would have got Kyrie. I'm not. I'm probably not getting their basketball. Shoot. Here's here's the reality of the situation. They signed two big men to be the face of their basketball sneaker brand. One thing we've known historically about basketball sneakers is big men don't sell. The fact that they didn't go out there and try to get a a young, fun guard or a wing. To be the face of it, Joel Embiid played for Under Armour. Like who though? I, I'm not even know who's a free agent at that point. But I'm just saying, Joel Embiid was an uh, 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 Under Armour athlete, correct? Mm-hmm. Had his own Siggy. Have you ever seen that goddamn signature shoe in your life? No. I don't even think that, that like when I go to the gym and I see big man, I don't see he them wearing. He is a MVP of the league. Has his own signature shoe. Advocate. You got you got to be was advocate a mm-hmm. Philly fan if when you're competing against these big brands. It's so hard to get young talent because they're already tied up. Puma did it. Especially in the name of the game where you have AAU basketball. Puma did what? Puma went into the 2018 draft and said, give me all of them motherfuckers. We want all of them. Bigs, wings, who's a stand, Who's a standout guy? Who's a LaMelo? La, besides LaMelo. They got LaMelo. You buy, are you buying a Marvin Bagley shoe? He doesn't have one. Are you buying a, are you buying a, 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 a Marcus Cousins shoe? You have to hit once on a signature. Give them a I've t- seen LaMelo first in, in when person. Pu- when Puma first came, they didn't even have LaMelo. They went and got R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Were you buying Pumas because of R.J. Barrett? But their goal wasn't to draft. I mean, it wasn't to create signature shoes. Remember that first orange shoe that they had that I had? It was the Clyde. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That wasn't a Siggy. Skechers giving Joel Embiid. That is. That's Clyde's, though. Okay, but that's not a current player, Siggy. Okay. It's not like they got Marvin Bagg and said, here's a signature shoe, my No, yeah, they just retroing the guy who was the former face. Skecher is giving Joel Embiid and Siggy and saying, this is going to be our model. The one that Julius Round is playing, playing him, that's their, there's their day-to-day hoop and shoe. And it's not ugly. I, like, I don't want people to think that we're saying, it's brand name more than anything. It's not an ugly sneaker. Would I buy it? Would I hoop in it? No. Their goal is to say, our first signature sneaker is going to be a Joel Embiid sneaker, which I think is just not the right move for the business. No, but if me and you started a business and we came back and Mike and Derek said, man, listen, you know it's going to be stingy out here in the market. But we can come in with it. We, our first shoe can be with the guy who just won MVP. It's hard to pass up on it. I'm sorry. He's I, the I MVP would, fucking people. I would pass. He's the MVP. I feel like I would pass to go get try I'm, to go get one I'm of the people in the draft class. I'm not pass. Ooh. You can still get those guys. Yeah. Potentially. But I would rather because I don't know how much money they gave Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a shit ton of money. He's the MVP of the league. Exactly. I would rather divvy that money up to six different people in this draft class and say but one of them what, might hit. But that's what I'm telling you. That is harder than you're making it seem because a lot of these guys are already tied in from AAU basketball. I don't, I don't think it's, I would, no, I would, it's no listen, mistake this is my thing. the guy that on the AAU uh, yeah. circuit with a Nike team mm-hmm. goes to a Nike college, mm-hmm. goes to the NBA, and has a Nike what, fucking shoe. What is the thing above all, though? The what? money. They're going to get money from Nike. Nike's not giving the 30th. Oh, I'm not saying 30th. Oh, but if we we are giving Joel Embiid, let's say, 15 amps. So you're telling me you would rather have Marcus Sasser. No, no, no. Because that's, a, that's a 30. Yeah, that's why. So I, I'm, I'm thinking. thinking, of, I'm, thinking of, okay, <laughs> I'm thinking of a Men Thompson. Uh-huh. Right. I've never seen a Men Thompson not wear the fucking Kobe. He's, he's a Nike guy. Yes, he had, but he he hasn't. he Until this year, he hasn't signed a Nike because he couldn't. He right. just played on teams that were signed to Nike. But I. I. Pod, okay, so a podcast. I know I'm on a podcast. I would like to say this. Mm-hmm. I wink, wink. Think a lot of these guys are signed to Nike. They they can't, but wink, wink. Like I said, it's no I'm, mistake when you see guys mm-hmm. go from an AAU circuit that's Nike based, then they go to a college that is Nike based, mm-hmm. and then they go to the league and they don't go to Adidas. They're going to Nike because I think already behind the scenes, I don't want to put nobody name on it. There's a Okay, how much? How much for the f- Ahmed Thompson? Since we, we're on the subject, how much do you think Ahmed Thompson is getting from Nike? It can't be an absurd amount of money, correct? It's gonna be a couple million. If we are Skecher, yeah, we are trying to build this brand. For at the end of the day, you're selling sneakers to kids. Yes, because that's exactly. that's what's gonna get that's, you money. That's my thing. If we believe that Ahmed Thompson has the potential to be a great player in this league at the wing, it can help us sell sneakers. And let's say Nike's giving him three million dollars. Yep. If we could throw him six, uh-huh. that's going to make him think, fuck what I did in high school or in college, $6 million is double what Nike is giving me right now. Uh-huh. Because I don't know what, what he, not Julius Randle, Julius Randle was a Nike athlete, correct? Yeah. I don't Which know what he, we, we, he said, you might as well sit down, but he, <laughs> he don't say a thousand Fs. I don't know how, what, how much Julius Randle is being paid. That's what I'm saying. Or how much Under Armour paid Joel Embiid. Right, mm-hmm. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, when you have people like Mike said, because the youth is important, so clearly Nike has the market, mm-hmm. and they've gotten these guys from a young art. There are certain guys, a man Thompson, who I think personally, me, will probably say I'd rather take three million to be with Nike, my dream shoe that I've worn my entire life, mm-hmm. than six Did million. Did you watch Air? Than, that than six I, million. From, this is uh, what I would, This is what I gotta say. This is not. Hey, this is not Adidas. 
Did you watch Air? This is that's the Michael Jordan movie, right? Yes. Yeah, I watched. Listen, look, 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 look. Did you watch Air? No, I haven't. Okay, this let me get. Sketchers. Let me no, give don't you tell air. me because it's on Netflix now, so I'm gonna watch it probably. But, on but our, it's, it's still on a story. It's still a story. Trip to, it's a real story that you know. Where we finna go? Uh, Denver. Denver. I'm not giving you the weeds. The reality is, Michael Jordan wanted to go to Converse. Michael Jordan wanted to go to Converse. Yes, that was his dream sneaker mm-hmm. all the time. Jordan, Nike didn't exist. They did not have a basketball. I mean, they did. They gave like um, Spencer Hayward some money, yeah. whatever, whatever. But they were not a basketball sneaker. They saw in this draft class. That this class has got Hakeem Olajuwon on running his, shoes. Yeah, they, they Hakeem Olajuwon already had a deal with I forget who again. It's been a while since so I watched the movie. Whatever, whatever. They went to Michael Jordan's house. Hakeem had a deal with what, Reebok, maybe. Um, and um, he looked like he would wear some big Reeboks. Viola Davis is there as Michael Jordan's mom. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like he already got his mindset. He said he going here. Nobody wearing no fucking Nike. Nobody cares about no Nike. And they gave him the pitch. We want you to be the face of our entire brand. Michael, as somebody that's the third overall pick in a league that has no guard, nobody believes in the guard position. We believe in you, right? And that's when they brought out the Jordan one, and they said they got him. Mm-hmm. We are Skecher. We don't we don't hold water to Nike, to Adidas, to even Puma at this point. We don't hold water to fucking leaning at this moment because these leaning got Dwayne Wade and got Clay. The no, Clay Russell. Thompson is what Anta. Either way, but but we can say I'm in Thompson. We right wanna, now he is. Uh, he went to Reebok eventually. We could, we could tell. I mean, again, we're just using Amin Thompson as a thing. Right. We want to build our brand where you are the face of it. You can't tell me if you are Amin Thompson. Okay, Pierre, you're a Nike guy. You yep. went through high school, college. Mm-hmm. You went to the, the overtime elite, always Nike. If a brand is telling you they want to build their brand around you, and give you double the money as the other place you just be on the roster? Yeah. That is some interesting shit. It, it is interesting. But the thing that pops off more is being a signature athlete for Nike. And that weight, because Nike has built this cachet, that weight is always going to be more to where I say a guy like Amin Thompson or these young players, even myself, they will say, well, I'll turn down three extra million because the long-term trajectory, as I see with Paul George, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, when you get that Nike signature shoe, but that, but that they motherfucker also, is on a trajectory to go crazy. But they are also in the huge minority. How many Nike NBA players are there that have no Siggies? Yeah, but I'm all, but if I'm a man Thompson, I'm already in a min, uh, minority. How many, how many guys went top five in the draft? I'm on that trajectory. The, the trajectory tells me that I'm on par with those guys. I, I'm with KB. I'm trying to get. I'm, a, I'm trying to get a couple of those young guys. Cause no, first, no, no, it's not being with or against. All I'm saying is it's easier said than done. It is. You no, can no, go no. up but to I'm, a guy. I'm, We're I'm talking about why. Skechers. We're not talking about Adidas. Poon. We're exactly. talking about Skechers. And that's yeah. why. And that's why I feel like the target audience for their kids is so young. And that's why I'm trying to go there. Is because immediately when you say Skechers, there's a ne- you could say negative. You could say just like a, a, a there's like low quality. Yeah, it's just like. You know, kids don't want to wear Skechers going to school. Ske- Skechers, of, their brand has always been affordable, which we yeah. appreciate. But it's it's not – affordable is not the thing in sports, especially yeah. not basketball. It's going to be hard to convince a younger player to come to Skechers for mm-hmm. more money versus convincing a player to go to Nike for less. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I, I want – I want to try to turn the page with like, well, if, I, if I'm speaking of I'm not like a Skechers ambassador or whatever, I'm trying to turn the page on that that – Maybe available, you could say affordable, but just that, that connotation on Skechers. Mm-hmm. And maybe that has to be a younger, fun guy. And, and that's probably, like, why I'm trying to take, hey, it don't got to be a Men Thompson. Maybe it is a 12 pick. But I might try to get, you know, four or five of those guys instead of just one big name. Yeah. This is on a different scale because New Balance lifestyle has always been solid. 
mm-hmm. right? But remember when New Balance first was getting back into basketball, right. and they made a few signings like Kawhi Leonard. You claw, remember people, the they were going crazy on Twitter yep. because he fit New Balance because it was boring and yep. boom, boom, boom. Nobody believed in New Balance being able to build a basketball division, and now they got Zach Levine. They got, of course, DeJounte Kawhi Steele, DeJounte Murray, J- Jamal Murray. They, yep. they built a real brand over there with some good signature Tyrese sneakers Maxie. and stuff. And they've oh, also and they've also grown as like a fashion like shoe as well. But, yeah. listen, but a lot of collabs. But a look lot of at stuff. what you just said. Mm-hmm. They've already hit the lifestyle. They went and they got a guy, and Kawhi Leonard, who wasn't the MVP, but he was the MVP candidate player. And what they did was they got guys who were not young players. They got guys who had already went to shoe companies and saw, hmm, I'm probably not going to get my own shoe here. I'm Zach Levine. I'm a good player. I maybe can be an all-star. But the reality is I'm probably not getting my own Nike but signature shoe. what those shoe. guys have in common is that they're not – my original argument was that you don't go with big men for shoes. Oh, no. I mean, that's an argument. But, but I'm saying as a, as a company that's all – they're not behind the eight ball. They're behind the 16 ball. Behind the eight ball is New Balance, Puma, but they already have some type of history. Sketches is coming from not even left field. They coming from left, left, and they, left. They are throwing field. bags. They got Snoop Dogg. They got Doja mm-hmm. Cat. <laughs> I, like, so, they going everywhere I right can now. see the, the age thing, or not the age thing, but the big thing is probably the main thing. Because, honestly, if they would have somehow just, just random, they got Damian Lillard, I feel like I would be like, they might have a damn chance. Well, you know? hell yeah. But any, any attention mm-hmm. for them is good attention. Them getting Joel Embiid is making more noise. We're, we're not talking about them right now if they got Kobe Buffkin. They can talk about it, Joel but it's, you still, you still yeah. want people to get your product, though. Right, but you before know? they get the product, the eyes have to be on the product. It's a, they're not going to jump up overnight and be Nike. They have to take baby steps. They have to. They, and to and all I'm saying is to get somebody who was just the MVP, mm-hmm. big man, whatever, that is better. Then what the fuck out the options? I agree because yeah. that's all. I'm that's not, my hog. Am I buying the Joel and B shoe? Yeah, Hell no. I in, wasn't in no world, in no world, can I really compare the two? They're just so drastically like different sizes. I'm kind of thinking of like them in their own lane. How do they so. end up with Terrence Mann? I don't know. They heard that untouchable room. Well, they heard the untouchable thing. <laughs> yeah, I just. Or think they it, just want to get somebody in the one of the bigger. They got one guy true, in New York market. True. They got one guy Missed in the LA AR. market. Missed out on AR because he's with. Does Shaden Sharp oh, have God. a signature shoe? No. No, it's not a signature shoe. Is he like signed a, to his Nike. Nike. Oh, he's with Nike? Nike. He's oh. a Nike guy. Went Ni- 98% of went players to, Went to Kentucky. A, um, a Nike school. <laughs> Played on the AAU market. In Kobe's. And a Nike market. I'm telling you, man. I'm so plays hate, in Portland. They've been doing this shit since... Fu- in Portland. They've been doing this shit. Watch. There's a there's a 30 for 30 or some shit. Like, they, this goes back to LeBron and them, man. This shit ain't new. They, they, they be knowing. There's yeah. handshakes and you wear this. You come and play there. You'll see players. So you're saying they should get in trouble? No, I'm just <laughs> saying that they doing. They recruiting early. There's players that what play on cert. <laughs> I've never seen a commercial like that. I never even. Yeah, didn't Aaron Rodgers call him the jab man? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yes. Yeah, there's certain players that you don't see in certain camps. You the A B C D camp was a camp that people played in. You don't really hear about that no more because it's it's, it's so it's so political now with shoe companies and shit. It's, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. And I know because I have a little brother that plays AAU basketball. I didn't expect the. Uh, you can come play for a Nike this. You can come play for a Nike there. We're got a Nike, so we playing this, this, that. You come with the Nike. No. Like, that's, that's what I'm happy about. you willing to break that handshake deal to go to a, go to a company like Skechers I would. for a little bit more money? Skechers threw me a bag right now. I would not, I would take these forwards off and put on some Skechers. I mean, that was yeah. another thing. Me I was, right now, Pierre, hell yeah, I'll take a bag. Me, Pierre, top five pick in the draft. 
Uh, we'll talk about it, but I can also see why I would try to take my chances with Nike. Skechers will probably fucking be there. Yeah. But I'm if I could become the small minority of mm-hmm. getting my own signature shoe with Nike, that is going to traject that's gonna propel and traject me on bigger than anybody. The I wonder thing, how long these deals are. Yeah. I feel like another thing that hurts. Yeah, some, you never really know the length of shoe deals. It's just I feel like shoes is one of those things that like you kinda have some brand loyalty to too. Like I we all got like different pairs of shoes, but for the most part we all have like our Nikes or whatever. Jordans, like yeah. it's just like would you want to? You have to. You, yeah. You, it's not even have to work around, but it's just like you have to kind of break that, kind of like go over that loyalty. Everybody's not cut for that. Also, there's mm-hmm. some guys who are like Lamelo. He is that guy that w- I I no doubt Lamelo. I'm not surprised Lamelo pl- goes to Puma mm-hmm. and has these bright ass shoes. That's Lamelo's image and personality. The grill, the chains. He got colorful tattoos, colorful cars. Like yeah, that's all. That's <laughs> him. So it makes sense on brand. Some of these other guys ain't cut out for that. You got to be a certain type of person that's for that. You just have to be. And I think it's a lot more competitive than back then with Michael Jordan because now there's like eight companies. Mm-hmm. You can go to Adidas. You can go to Nike, New Balance, you got Under Armour. Players Reebok in the is NBA with they, now. You got players in the NBA uh-huh. with they own, they own uh, sneaker brands. Way of Wade. Crypto sneaker. <laughs> but I literally was trying to figure out what shoes to wear today, and I pulled these out. And I was like, man, I got to go on a podcast and talk about these. I, 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 I remember when I wanted these shoes so fucking bad. Like, I love this shoe. And I have it. I, I, want the, I wanted this shoe. Shoes mean so yeah. much. One of the realest things you be saying is, like, the shoe that I don't have it's is the one, I, yeah. the one I want. Because once you get it, it's just like, Cause well, once, yeah. And I, I really, like, I'm not a shoe collector at all. Like, my shoes sit in my closet. Like, they're kind of all over my house. Like, I don't got no box. My little shoe stand have broke. I need to get a new one. But it's just like once they in the house, it's just whatever. Like I don't even wear all my shoes. You know, it's just like I don't even. I have well, you my can probably only wear one at a time. Yeah, but it's usually like for me, it's just like I'll have like a usual rotation of shoes or whatever. Yeah, and then mostly fours, like, right? Yeah. It's three pair of four. What do you? What do you it's three you pair of fours and two pairs of elevens in here. Damn, Jeez. we are. Yeah, we bring. I, I don't. I, mean, I, I, I don't wear my shit. My elevens as much. When I pull these out, I'm like, oh, I can wear these. And they're like, man. I, I, don't know, I haven't worn these in so long, and it's so crazy because I used to want this shoe so bad. I think these what came out in 2011. What was we talking about? Christmas, and I didn't get them. And D-Mills didn't know. Oh, it was Shohei Otani. Oh, yeah. We thought he was joking when he said he didn't know Shohei Otani was. You know who he is now? No. Oh. That's, I knew it was a baseball Just watch player. some highlights. Watch some highlights. Please watch some Shohei highlights. You're going to fall in love. He's a hunk of a man. <laughs> think of a man. Think of one of the. Best pitchers in the league, but also one of the best hitters, or like most exciting hitters. Damn. When when y'all said he said, "Damn," <laughs> it it literally is like you've been sleeping on a rock. But they um, literally made a rule for him so he could hit. What what's it like? What is it called? Is it called like the Otani rule? It's a Shohei rule or Otani rule, yeah. Where because now there's a universal DH, he can run DH while also pitching for you. Okay. And when he's pulled off the mound, he can still be in the lineup, so mm-hmm. he can play both ways. Um, he's a free agent, and he might get seven hundred million dollars. So we'll see. Doesn't that would that would you consider that something that could hinder him pitching? Like, well, he just tore his his elbow, so he's not pitching next season. That's at literally all. what I said on the last episode. Oh, I mean, not the last episode. Last time he didn't know who that was. Oh. He didn't know who he was talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now y'all, now that y'all got that in my mind about what the shoe shit. It's hard, man. If you're a shoe company, it's very hard, man. It's very hard. What it's is very a, hard. I think that's the. I think New Balance gave you the blueprint, though. I would stay away from the young guys because they're so young and they're so brand loyal. Mm-hmm. 
let them go and have these first trial runs with Adidas or with Nike. And once they realize they're not going to get their own shoe or they're not in the, they're not in the system like that, then you go and you say, all right. Well, the reality is you here. Want, the, the business aspect, you want to get them when they're young because it's going to be cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know no, of, yeah, of course. But I just know an 18-year-old who is brand loyal, it's hard to change their mind. I mean, yeah, come on, man. Facts. It's very hard. So, but what, but it becomes easier once they are in the loop and they see, if you, oh man, I done had this I just, shit. I don't, Joel Embiid and uh, Julius Randle are just not marketable players in my opinion. I guess they felt like Julius Randle was in a marketable market. I he's have, not even, he's I, like the third you player have, on the team. I have no devil's advocate with you know Julius what player, Randle besides the fact that he plays in New York. You know what player came to mind that's like, I feel like if they wear Skechers, it'd be like fun. Like people would maybe joke about it, but it can gain some love. Uh, no, uh, Jordan Poole. Oh, oh yeah, that's the last motherfucker that you call. You know he going. <laughs> he can't. He fits too much. Then Joel Embiid, oh, not Joel Embiid. Then Julius Randle. Probably Nike. All he wears, Kobe. Huh? Julius Randle also had a, like a tire brand on his shoe. Yeah, that's yeah, his, that's good year. Good year. The Skecher has a, a how you think they get their money? No, no. <laughs> Once they bring out the light up ones, that's when I might get them. <laughs> they bring out the light up shoes, I might get them. They need to bring you in as a um, as a consultant. If they see consultant, they should do that because Embiid is such a troll. You press a button on his yeah, off the you bucket. Pre- you dunk somebody, you press it. Oh, bro, that'll get motherfuckers to wear. Yeah, some kids, a kid who love oh. a, a light up sketcher hoop shoe. Oh, thanks. What's some other way? You should, yeah, you got to go in each market and find the fan. What they got to do is bring us, and then we can turn the brand around. That's. Big, I feel that's like another thing is if you, you got to get. Another thing, New Balance is. You will definitely see me up at Walker Sketches. Dead ass. <laughs> I, will, I will sell out in a heartbeat. Nigga, what? <laughs> you got to get the clothing right, too. Dana, put yes, these big yes, ass sketches yes. on. Like, you, when I see Joel Embiid, he's at the little, he's at the college football game, and he got on his his uh, Sketchers, you know, track suit or whatever. Like, I mean, like, I might be like, that's kind of hard. I might under, look at that. People t- underappreciate a part of it. Your lifestyle has to be up. Yeah. When I when when I was first on the New Balance shit, super mm-hmm. hard. I tell people all the time, Kawhi put me on. Joe, bro, every Kawhi time he got on there. Stay, I said stays, I have to look uh, at what's going on. Stayed with some Joe Fresh goods. I got a who, who say he stayed with some yeah, Joe yeah. Fresh oh, goods. Yeah, Joe yeah. Fresh goods. New Balance collab. He be having all the jackets. He always got a hat on. New Balance really did their shit, bro. Yeah, yeah you got you got to try to mimic yeah. New Balance. Again, the difference is New Balance already had like the nine ninety. Like they already had a bunch of yeah. sneakers that people mess with. You can't name one Skecher. I was yeah. so New Balance invested. My mom is a pair of Skecher. So came and sat next to me with the same shirt on. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> when you piss, where was this at? Huh? I didn't you wear some one time and somebody else had it on too and you was pissed. Oh, that was at um. No, this was at um summer league. He had put on a shirt, and he was like, "I didn't think nobody was gonna be here wearing that." And there was a dude sitting on the f- that one New Balance. Side. That one New oh, Balance. Oh, that one New, oh, Balance. That one new okay. Balance. Yeah, KB talking about some New Balance. I can't remember. No, no, no. I think that was the moment. I thought it might have been New Balance. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, nice shirt, bro. Surf four seventy, and we both wearing it. The fuck. Uh, well, he was in courtside, so that was probably nothing. No, I think he was in uh, Jet Howard's family or some shit like that. Oh, okay. Jet Howard, big game last night. Yes, big game. That's his guy because of what? 2K? The league? Well, <laughs> goodbye Damn, to that league you, unless you do, they patch it. You do Mike yeah, right in 2K, it. boy. You got a lifelong fan. <laughs> you do me wrong in 2K. It's a different story. <laughs> Who did you wrong? Uh, It might have to be. Man, it's nobody, nobody in recent. I don't think about it. 
All right, let's get into the contenders versus pretenders, the thing that we were supposed to be here talking about. I love the conversation about the sneaker stuff. That was great. No, uh, yeah, I, I think that's the best thing about the podcast. It just be anything. Yeah. And it wasn't too much of a tangent because it's NBA. Yeah, it was NBA related. So how, how do y'all want to tackle this? I guess we could just go through, like, the teams and, like, list <laughs> the teams and see who do you feel like is more of a pretender or a pretender. Okay, say less. Um, he says simple. Just do what he says. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, the Denver Nuggets. Or should we just not do the obvious ones? No, we should I mean, do those, the obvious ones. No, because most of the obvious ones, I feel like, are oh, fit one. in the category yeah. of contenders. So. Uh, contender! Denver Nuggets contender. Uh, but, best player in the world, potentially? With their Yeah. With their new roster, does it sway their odds? Are they number one for y'all? I think what we have to do is... They're not number one. Hey, I was going to say, think, yeah, you got to kind of pose a question for them. For them, them being the... Re- like, coming off a championship, we know it's harder the next year. It's how likely do you see them repeating? Yeah. Because we all know they're a contender at this point. Yeah. Uh, if it was them versus the field, I'm taking the field. But it, to what extent, I don't know. Um, I would uh, kind of agree with that. It's just last year when they won the championship, I feel like I wasn't taking them as serious either. But they kind of, like, surprised us a little bit. Like, we knew they were going to be so, uh, really good. But we didn't know Jokic was going to be best player in the world good. Jamal Murray is going to have, you know, 30-point triple-double in the finals. Like, they surprised everybody with another step. I think you kind of have to take another step again to get that repeat. Um, I don't know, but Jokic is still just so good. It's hard to kind of doubt him and what he can do at this point. Steve Kerr said that the hardest one is the next one. And mm-hmm. also, they they run was so dominant. Yeah, like they, they didn't really extend no series. Like they just kind of just wiped they people with everybody. Literally swept my Lakers, yeah. and I thought like the Lakers had a, a actual like a legit were shot. the Lakers. Yeah. Those games were close though. Like they, they were, were do, do and I, I'll be the first one to tell you, like, I forget, they, like, it was, like, the marginal, uh, after the whole series, they only won by, like, a certain amount of points or whatever, which made it not seem as bad for a sweep, but they were the better team. Yeah. Like, they, they legit looked uh, like the yeah. better team. Any given time, they could have kind of, like, took off. Y'all fought, though. And that's progression for you, because I don't remember if it was a series, I remember one time, you was like, they got swept, but it was a close, a close sweep. It was a close sweep. But, like, you were saying that as if, like, you still didn't get swept. You know what I'm saying? No, it was. But, no, they, they were the team to beat. Yeah. Um, but 100% contenders. I, I, you can't convince me otherwise. They're too good. They just fit too good, man. Yeah. yeah. They, just, they just really, really fit and mesh really well. Do you do y'all ever feel, because we talk about, like, Clay Thompson. We talked about him in the past being on, like, more just without the Warriors, without Steph. Do you, would you ever want to see that for Jamal Murray? Nah. You think nah, he fit too it's well? Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It's like – yeah, it's too perfect. He goes somewhere else, and we probably because like, I think there's. I think it also seeing him somewhere, expectations might change a little bit because like with the Nuggets, he just literally has to score. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have to do anything else. With someone else as being a lead guard, you might be like, okay, I need my lead guard to facilitate playmaking. What, what if that's a part of his game that you haven't seen yet that could be displayed? No, yeah, but he's he's a good playmaker. When you talk he about just plays like, with the best playmaker, yeah. Because so yeah. we talk about like the top ten or well, well, wherever you have Jamal Murray on the guard list, I feel like people have him probably a little bit below than I don't know, just off top, probably like, like a ten, ten, twelve or whatever. But it feels like he can only really go up I if like he j- takes like like yeah. that jump. He was in the, I think he was in. And all it seems like he'd have to be on a different team. Yeah, that's the that's the only reason people leave. That's the argument because you go somewhere else and show more of your game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially after somebody can, that's won a championship. He can show it. more of his game there because mm-hmm. he only averaged twenty last year. We know he could be a 23, 24 point per game score. It's just about, I guess, priorities at the end of the day. Yeah, that's, I, I feel like regular season. That's always been heavy. Uh, the next team are the Golden State Warriors. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, 
It's a very tough one. I feel like I'm on the side of pretenders. I think that they're still really good. It's just I think the age is catching up to him a little bit. Steph Curry, I can't really say the same thing for about him. But I think, I don't know, it's going to be interesting seeing Chris Paul this year at the age he's getting up to. Last year, it felt like he was already in that decline. It's still part of me that keeps at, like telling myself, like, there's no way there's, it just doesn't work with one of the best passers of all time and one of the, be- and the, the best shooter of all time. Like, something has to click there. I but I still like just don't feel unit, like they're they're all together. The you second know? unit is probably going to be much better though this year with Chris. One hundred percent. I think Kaminga's about to have a really big year. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like the big thing last year for them is that like the second unit was just so like bad that mm-hmm. like it was just hard to put them to even like stay on the court. You couldn't play Jordan Poole and Steph together because defensively it was terrible. Um, I that you could play Chris Paul with Steph now because Chris Paul is at least a better defender than Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Um, in that sense, and then Steph I feel Curry's like they still going. I feel like when it comes to playoff time, they gonna probably pick on Chris Paul. Honestly, they gonna try to. Because I mean, try. you could, it's gonna be probably if they have some type of small ball death lineup or whatever. And it's Chris Paul. I'm probably looking at like let me attack these smaller guards, and Chris Paul is gonna be in that type of mix because I'm probably not going at Wiggins. Probably not trying to just go at Draymond and Clay Thompson. I'm probably picking a smaller guy. Yeah. You know, <sighs> it's, this is a tough one. While you think I want to give some birthday shout-outs. <laughs> some shout-out to Dim Sweets. Happy birthday. He said he came to the Toronto show. He asked D Mills for a, a B-Day shout-out on a pod. He said he would, but he never did. Are you there was so much going on. That's unfair to expect D Mills to remember that. Bro, it'd be so much going on. We'd be getting into that thing where it's just like when you're being working at a cash register and you just be Derek like, hello, goes through it a lot, hello, though. hello. And it's just like. Dudes were walking off and Derek was like, what's up, bro? Literally. <laughs> It just be so monotonous. Yeah. Yeah. Not bored, but like it's just repetitive. You, yeah, you become like a robot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to one? you. Happy birthday. Was that the only one? Uh, I think so. Oh. I don't. I just, uh, the thing is, I keep saying. Oh, like, happy birthday to Jay Meach. I'm sorry. Shout he, out Jay Meach. Jay Meach. Jay Meach. Happy birthday and Tyler uh, Tashera. Shout out to Ty. Son of Mark. Yes, Tashera. Yeah, Mark Tashera. Happy birthday. They don't know who. They, they don't, have they no don't idea. Know. Uh, as long as my, okay, so I was leaning towards pretenders as well, but there's other little part of me chirping in the back. They got Steph Curry. They got Steph Curry. That's the they only Steph thing. Curry. That's the only thing that's like that's, I'm hanging that's the on thing to. For me, I'm leaning on Steph Curry, man. I'm leaning on Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry is still at the stage. Of his superpowers are incredible, and I think they still have a good team around him. Kevon Looney, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Wiggins, CP3. Kaminga looks like a Kaminga. real, real player right now. Yeah, if they can look like legitimately seven deep, I think they're going to be a scary team. So you know who else I like on there? I'm going contender on the Warriors. You know who else I like though on there? AirPods. Trey Jackson Davis. Oh yeah, yeah. Started I feel like he's going to be stuff. real nice. Yeah. Like he said on draft night, y'all going yes, with Brett. He did say that. They got yeah. Corey Joe. Can play make a little bit, rebound, got you know some Corey, size. If Corey Joe don't do nothing, he's going to get close to some winning. <laughs> uh, next one is. Phoenix Suns. Corey Joe got two rings, right? Spurs, Raptors. Oh no, he ain't win with the Raptors. I was just say, I don't Damn. think he's still there. Yeah. Damn. Because um, I get a ring and bring it home like I'm Corey, Corey Joe. Joe. No, I win a ring, bring it to the six. Oh. Uh, no, let's bring it home. Oh, let's bring it home. Okay. Real Drake fan. <laughs> Sun, Suns contender. What song is that? Uh, I'm charged up. Oh yeah, yeah. They was charged that, up. It wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. I don't know about that. Hey, hey, hey. Money? What? Money? Hold up. Money? Money? I'm, on, I, I'm just Money. skeptical. I'm skeptical. You said you doubted me. Money? No. Okay. Oh, uh, no. The Suns are a contender. 
Yes, they are. Uh, yeah. I don't like the way Yusuf Nurkic looked in half his preseason. That's Yusuf Nurkic's experience is what I'm realizing. Some days he's going to look great. First game. Other days yeah. he's going to look awful. Oh, is it win a <laughs> ring and a six and bring it home? Like a, I don't know. Okay. Yusuf Nurkic. He's going he's to be a 50-50 player. He's got to get him on the right night. That's you gotta, all they need, right? Uh, no, I think they need a little bit more. They got Drew Eubanks. <laughs> yeah. Drew Eubanks had a dunk the other day that was nasty. I know you love Yusuf <laughs> Drew. Hey, top 20 in blocks coming off the bench. <laughs> you going to hang on to that for the rest of your life. <laughs> Just Not, like the Blazers commentators. When he was on it, <laughs> they said that every night. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only reason why I knew. Put that as a talking point on the stash. Who's that, Lamar Hurd? Uh, I don't even know their commentator's name. Some of the Blazers? Yeah. yeah. The one is Lamar Hurd. I don't his, know if he's still uncle. there. He's yeah. not my uncle, but I do like him as a commentator. Oh, it's not Me too. Uncle. I I too. No, I think his name might be actually spur- spelled differently. Yeah, I think it's with a U. H-U-R-D? Might be. Uh, contender, do we need to spend time on the like Suns? Page Heard? Contender. Shout out to Paige Heard, man. Got the most paid, what's um, their third best player, the most the most paid third player, third best player <laughs> in the team. That's your ass. <laughs> it is. You want to try it one more time? He is the the highest paid third best player in the team. Okay, there you go. In the league. There you go. That's that's good enough. I think people understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. The Clippers. Contenders. Yeah, I would say so too. As long as they're healthy, I think they're legit contenders. Uh, wait, wait, what did I say? <laughs> contenders. Pretenders. Goddamn, my fault. Pretenders. Pretenders. Just last. I was about to say, just I last I don't trust pod. player three through Y'all 15 both on had their team. seven, but you think they're contenders? I think you could still be a contender at seven. You're gonna say if they the, help the Lakers. Right? The Lakers were Miami Heat. Yeah, and and it's also like the West is so tight. I know they probably gonna sit. They gonna sit Kawhi and PG some games. The Lakers were seven. I didn't think they were. Contenders we weren't contenders were till like yeah. after the trade deadline. I don't. I don't. I didn't look at the Lakers as contenders. I did. I feel like as long as you had LeBron and AD going into a playoff series, you were contenders to me. Oh, because they had LeBron and AD going to home after the playoff series. First round exits. <laughs> Talking about against the Suns. Well, AD got injured. Uh, he did. He did. Because hey, he knew he would have been right there. Hey, he was still on the run. What AD say? We would have won if I was if I was healthy. Yeah, yeah AD we be talking. Would have, should have, could have, but you didn't. Get healthy. Stay well, healthy. He healthy. Yes, he is. <laughs> he had what five blocks in eight minutes the other night. Looking good. This is a tough good. one, and I agree with some of the skepticism that KB has. Um but I have to roll ultimately with the Clippers being contenders. Their role players, in my opinion, just aren't good enough at the moment. I am worried about that because they don't. They I don't. Mean, I think Norman Powell, Terrence Mann are solid. Okay, that's two. They got Robert Covington. You believe in him? Robert Covington's not. Right. Zubac, good I think, is still a very. Do you believe good in? Mar- do you believe in Marcus mm-hmm. Morris? Um, sometimes you're on an island with that sometimes. one. Do you believe in Bones Island? Sometimes. Do you believe in Russell Westbrook? Yes. I'm a clap, but I'm, I think the role ain't nobody I'm cheering like harder for than Russell this season. Roster. I don't think they do anymore. I think a lot of those people have aged out of them being really good role players. I mean, when it comes to playoff time, do you really need everybody to do everything? No, you really just need like a guy like Norman Powell sometimes give you like, I don't, I don't think, to 17. I don't, I don't believe, he owns you, KB. I don't believe Uh-oh. that's true. Don't fidget. Don't fidget. Don't, 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 don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. It takes a lot more than one role player and two stars to win a championship. Are we Are we being serious no, right now? I, but I'm saying like Zubac is going to do what he does regularly. He's under the well, And what is that? Be the 28th best center in basketball? You don't need your center to do nothing crazy in the playoffs. You don't oh, okay. need him to be Jokic. You just need him to defend, rebound. Who's the defending champion? Oh, okay. Yeah, but look at who was the previous one. It was the Warriors for so much, so long. Who they, 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 who's, who's better? Who? 
Kevon Looney or Zub- who do you want in the playoff series? Kevon Looney or Zubac? Looney, obviously. Who you want? Bro- you want Brooke Lopez or Zubac? Oh, okay, it well, seems like a lot of these centers are but, a lot better than Zubac. Also, the Warriors also shown that you don't really need a center. You know how many times they just like. But who set- is their replacement? Draymond Green, who's one of the best switchable the players in the history. Go, the, the Clippers can go small too. Who is their Draymond? Derek? It wouldn't be a Draymond. Oh, but okay. They got Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, okay. They do you have Kawhi and Paul you George. Can, you cannot compare the two when you talk about switchability and being small because the Warriors have one of the greatest small ball players in the history of basketball. Yeah, the but Clippers they, don't have anything they, near that. I, I agree with that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay. But I'm also saying – Tell they, me their small ball lineup. It then. would probably be Russ, um, Terrence Mann, PG, Kawhi, and then Morris. Um, yeah, they, it would probably be more hey, than Nick Batum. Batum. Hey, Batum will probably be the five. I will say this. Both of y'all make a compelling argument. We've seen, we've seen what the Clippers do with a small ball. Lineup. I guess the Jazz. We see what the Clippers do with a small ball. Oh, that lineup. is true. We see what the Clippers <laughs> do with a small ball lineup. Also, and that was without Kawhi. Also, three years ago, took a career poor. Robert Covington is not the player that he was there from Terrence Mann. Marcus Morris is not the player he was there. That's. I just think that they their role. I believe in the two guys. Ooh. The, oh, Kawhi the two, yeah, the top yeah, two yeah. guys. Yeah, and I'm not even talking about their health. Three years ago, like the the Warriors ring or Brook Lopez was three years ago too. I was just going based on the history of champions. <laughs> You're just going to based on the history of them playing small ball. Okay, I, I talked <laughs> about last year too, then and the year before that. Um, well, they weren't healthy. They still went to the Western Conference Finals without being healthy with Zubac as their center. Three. All George had braids and he was doing that shit. Three years I, yeah, ago. I just feel like you you couldn't go outside center. when they were in the, in the conference finals. Yes, I could. It was it was almost illegal. They had 25% capacity <laughs> at the playoff games. I was outside. I was outside too. I was at one of them. I was at the game Kawhi I got injured. Bro, I remember when that thing was first happening. I didn't know. I remember I was like, I was mad because I was like, maybe I'm not going to be able to see my girlfriend because I can't go outside. You had no idea what was about to happen. She was over there every day. That <laughs> was crazy. Um, I just went... When when I talk about we these didn't teams, do shit in the pandemic, play the game. The streets was empty. Play the game and do podcasts. No yep, responsibilities, that's what it was. man. When I when I look at these other teams, because I can't say in my opinion, I'm just not seeing everybody as a contender. So somebody that we're gonna name has to be a pretender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the Clippers have the one of the highest likelihoods of being pretenders. I got in my the opinion. Nuggets, the Warriors. Wait, don't spoil, don't spoil though. Oh, okay, because I don't think. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, next team. I had them as pretenders, by the way. Uh, we know. The Los Angeles Lakers. Contenders. Contenders. I think that's my cutoff. I think I'm done with contenders. Okay. Out West. Out West? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. You can keep naming them. I'm not saying don't Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, any talk about the Lakers or we just – this? I, I feel confident that this is the best roster that they've had entering the season um, in a very long time. When you talk about cohesiveness, uh, second year with Darvin Ham and it's going up for him – Usually, as a Laker coach, you don't know how where you stand or how you're rocking as the coach. You can always be dismissed. He feels solidified. It feels like his voice is heard and it, it it's empowered. And I think that's a good sign for them because the one thing that the Lakers have lacked, in my opinion, is stability in a roster form, head coaching form, even up top when Magic Johnson left abruptly. They just haven't had consistency. And now that they've had this coach for a year, he's coming into his second year. Some of these role players are not going to have a full year. Jared Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves in a new role. Um, And you got my guy up top. Rob? Rob Palenka. What a great um, moment. I'm so, not going to be here for Magic Johnson. What a great, great moment. Somebody, uh, Darnie just asked Flex something. Like, what time are you going to button? And he put the Magic Johnson. <laughs> like, that's just a great answer. Just like, mm. 
So, yeah, I like the stability for the Lakers. That gives me confidence for them. Uh, mm-hmm. You give LeBron some stability, I think some magic can happen. Yeah, and I mean, it's only been preseason, but our starters and, like, main rotation guys, they looked amazing so far. Uh, the Sacramento Kings. And they had a King Reddish. <laughs> Boy. That shit, Don't get me started That shit when I see right y'all, now. too, bro, I, I put my head down. I was in bed, and I put my head down. I just said. The context is the, they were playing against somebody. I don't remember. Oh, but it was late, gosh, and I didn't really bro. watch the game, so I rewinded it to like just rewatch. It's against the Warriors, right? It might have been the Warriors game, and I'm just watching him, and I'm like, bro, he's not moving like an NBA player right now. <laughs> he just don't look good. Because you had put it in the text chat, because it was like it was late. It was like eleven or some. It was like eleven o'clock at night, and he was like, Cam Reddish. He was like, he bad, bad man. And I put, like, what do you mean? Because I didn't know if you meant, like, he's he a, a bad, bad, bad man. man. <laughs> like, he was going crazy. But he's like, no, nah, man, he just don't look good out there. I was like, uh, that's tough to hear because I, I want to root for him, especially he's on my team now. But prior to that, I've been rooting for him because I just think he's a fun basketball player to watch when he's, in, you know, in his groove. Anthony Everett said he was the hardest person he's ever had to guard. Yeah. He, you could, by the way he moves, you could tell he kind of got, like, those Hooper, yeah, like, those Hooper, like, moves. Oh, I yeah, thought he was. School, I'm sorry. But, yeah. He but does. He he has all. <laughs> you can see a lot of potential when he's sure. in his bag, and it's just like, man, if any of that could turn to actuality, but now we're at year five, mm-hmm. team four. Yeah, it's not looking great. It kind of makes you lose hope a little bit, yeah. but maybe it's just preseason jitters. Nah. Lakers, I don't know. Maybe I'll give man and a whole season jitter, whole career jitters. Wishing them best though. Uh, y'all said Kings are pretenders. Pretenders, Everybody. yeah. Dallas, pretenders. Pretenders, yeah. Um, I'm kind of going with the teams that are like legit. Um, Playoff teams, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's about it. Everybody else is kind of. Whoa, whoa, no Pelicans? You say, did you say Grizzlies? No Grizzlies? You want to go Grizzlies? Pretenders. Definitely okay. pretenders. <laughs> we can talk about pretenders. Um, Why are they pretenders? No it's part of games. yeah. Also, I feel it's like going to come of, back though. But yeah, we're also, talking about championship. Mm-hmm. We're not just talking about regular season. They also are just still kind of young. I, I I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're they don't give me that championship pedigree yet. They they have to evolve the way they hoop. The, their style of play is great for winning regular season games. Run and gun, get defensive stops, turn the ball over. Yeah, but when things slow down and it's half court, they're just not as good as a championship team normally is. I think this is why it's crucial that Desmond Bain takes that next step. They need somebody outside of Ja who can be a, and I guess maybe like a legit shot creator. Yeah, I mean, Especially you take you take those ten plus ish shots from Dylan Brooks, and now they kind of spread out to Ja and Desmond Bain or whoever. You got to hope that, like, maybe that half-court offense is a little bit better. But also it's just, like, they have Marcus Smart, who is a great perimeter defender, the DPOY. Um, but they don't have that a big wing. Years ago. They don't have that big wing defender. Yeah. Like they they don't have that. Yeah. And it kind of makes it a little iffy. If this thing had Kawhi, they'd be decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you got to make that call. Jaren also has to stay out of foul trouble. Yes. That's that's a big piece for this. That man fouled out the other day in 20 minutes. Yeah. He's getting better. Well, do you want him year. to block shots, or do you want him not to? <laughs> <laughs> he can only do one. The way the scorekeeper work, he don't get hit. The number's still gonna be there. Uh, okay, now the Pelicans. Pretenders. Yeah, I was joking. Yeah, not yet. They're not there. Boston Celtics contenders. Yeah, my personal favorite to win Your it. Favorite? All. Yes. Who would be their dream matchup to go against out east, out west? Like as far as them winning yeah. and. Not dream, not dream for like winning, but like because they want to see OKC entertaining. In the oh, okay, 
The, oh, for the finals? Yeah. You talking Bucks? about who they? Well, say that one more time. Would who they want to go? Bucks play in the finals the, for like the Celtics playing the finals. Celtics, yes, Celtics. Ooh, honestly, the Lakers, Lakers, Celtics. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm past that old history. Nah, I'm thinking from the you know because they're rivals. You know, oh, yeah, in, in the that, grand yeah. sense of thing in the '80s. Do you, do, you see, holds on do you see them as rivals right now, realistically, as a Lakers fan? Do you see that game on your schedule? No, like, we got to beat them, boys. I don't have no, like, Ooh. real. It's not, no, the real. The fucking Clippers. Paul George, Kawhi versus Tatum and, and Brown. Oh, yeah. I like that. Five-game series. I like that. Wait, which way? If the Clippers. Wait, wait, I said one of them is pretenders. Which way you think? If I'm the going? Clippers make it to the finals, they ain't going out in five. Yeah, yeah you're right. That means Kawhi's on that Kawhi shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he forgot. He five got. Do, do Tatum want to go against playoff Kawhi? No, he don't. Is, is playoff Kawhi playing 48 minutes? Because they're going to need to. Them boys get off the court. The Celtics got that depth that you're going to have two all-stars on the court at all times. They ain't worried about no – oh, okay. They I need to get say, out the conference. They ain't worried about Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> hey, I don't Russell got... Westbrook going to see Peyton Pritchard to do this. <laughs> get the rock and the baby on him. Yes. I don't got no personal, like, vendetta with the Celtics, but it damn sure felt good when Rondo hit that game win on them, though. I feel like. Speaking feel of years ago. Yeah, that was Rondo damn near bad leave. Rondo about years. to be coaching. He's talking about future coaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did pull up to the facilities the other day, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Would y'all like to see the rematch of them? Have you ever seen Zion wear anything besides Nike? I saw him wear Naruto uh Naruto jacket. He might have wore Adidas in high school. Um Warriors. Like the rematch factor? Yeah, Does I it guess. Excite you a little bit. A little bit, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's. A, I don't know if there's a dream, cause it's. I, I, it's not like there's a big rivalry or like a team that is as well balanced over on the Western Conference as Phoenix. far as star power. Phoenix is balanced star power wise. Balanced? I don't look at that roster. Think balanced. I mean, they got the top they, three: Katie, not Katie, Katie Book, Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have a Drew Holiday. Or Porzingis. Yeah, or Porzingis. See, yeah. I guess, yeah, at that point. Or Derek White. If it was the Celtics and I'm thinking, like, matchup-wise, I think it would be cool for the Clippers then at that point. Because it's like you have Kawhi, Jason Tatum, Paul George, Jalen Brown, and you have those guys squaring off against each other. Ty, man, if Ty Lue pulled that off, man. Or Denver. Because I'm, I'm projecting that the uh, the Boston Celtics defense is going to be very, very good. And Denver is historically a very, very good offense. So it's, it's similar to, like, the the Warriors thing from a few years ago. Number one offense versus number one defense going against each other in the finals. That's just the star, star power, star power, Bucks Suns. Just an all-star game on the court. Yeah. No <laughs> subs. Everybody's playing 48 minutes. Yeah. But uh, Celtics contenders for sure. So then we could just go to the Bucks contenders. Yeah. And then you said their dream matchup would be the Suns. Just, just, just on some. Just for like shit. the star power. Yeah, star power. Because you would have Dame, Middleton, Giannis, Brad, Book, AD. I kind of like them against the Warriors too. I feel like that'll be a real fun series. Steph versus Kawhi. Oh, Dame get his real revenge. I said Kawhi. Why did I say Kawhi? <laughs> yeah, right. Dame, like, what's up now? I got my brothers with me. <laughs> right. Y'all was jumping me when I was by myself. <laughs> Yesterday oh. I had time, but today I got time. <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah, I would like that series a lot. It would be fun watching Draymond and Giannis. Yeah, I know. I know Giannis is the overwhelming favorite, but Draymond defensively in that matchup would be very, very interesting. If there's anybody that has the tools to like slow Giannis down, it's him. It's not so and crazy because what was it the year before the Nuggets just won the championship and they went they went uh, up against Golden State. 
Draymond had Jokic and like yeah, 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 it yeah. wasn't jail, but it was like, bro, I can't get nothing easy. Yeah, no, Draymond. But also at he six, was six being able to do what he does. You know, he was past like Draymond, comp- Composo and shit. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's Aaron true. Gordon, there was no MPJ. Yeah. Oh my, uh, Jamal that's Murray. I did forget about that. KCP wasn't there yet. I don't think. No, it's gonna be fun watching Draymond guard Vic. That's that's something I mm. think is gonna be very interesting. Why they have Wiggins? He'll be up to his belt. Vic, buckle. Vic gonna say. I don't know. I don't want to see that. Draymond go do. He not go do him dirty, but he gonna use that old school stuff. Like I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my leg right here so he can't move. Like mm-hmm. he gonna do something goofy. Yeah. Uh, Miami Heat. No pretender. <laughs> pretender. Mm. So they have pretender. Jimmy Butler on the roster still. They're pretender, man. Also, didn't play a single preseason minute this year. He, he don't play with he that don't shit ca- in his head. Pretender. He don't care. <laughs> if it's not the last sixteen, he don't care. Yeah. He fans crazy he fans gonna hate me, that, man. That does that's like really the only thing that matters. He, the last sixteen, he, yeah. he fans gonna hate me, man. But I I I can't say contender for everybody. I still think they match up well against the two teams yeah. that are contenders. They're not they're not contenders, but they're a dangerous team to go against. Hey, I'll say this: they're pretenders based off my analysis. But if they could be contenders, I'm all for it. I'm not hating on it. Sure, I would love for them to be contenders again. It just makes for good basketball. I was skimming Twitter storyline that Tyler Hero said he could be the best scorer in the NBA. Yeah, he did say he has. The I'm sure he does believe best. that. <laughs> I mean, I love the mentality for sure. Sure, but EJ just went on a visit. Said his uh, he ran into Tyler Hero's brother at a college visit mm. in Milwaukee. Is his brother nice? Uh, I was at, I was trying to ask EJ that. He said he didn't. I wonder if he had a do-rag, because Tyler Hero be wearing do-rags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they quoted that picture like, bro, why? Why do you need that? <laughs> I didn't see it. You never seen that picture? It's it from a few years ago, right after he got those chest tattoos. Oh, because he had braids, right? Did he get braids? He might have. Hold on. Yeah, th- don't do not do that like he ain't have on braids. Nah. If he was just wearing the spiked hair with a fucking do-rag, that would be <laughs> He had a... <laughs> right. But if he had, if it's when he had the braids, that he's 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 just to do it. Uh, Cleveland pretenders, not yet. See, part of me wants to say contenders because I think defensively they could be a handful. Um, and I also can, I believe in Donovan Mitchell when it comes to playoff time. So I will say pretenders, but like slightly. It's not like they. I don't really think they're in the level of the Bucks and the Celtics, but I also could see a world where they could be one of them in a way. Mm-hmm. I think they can be in the in the realm of contenders. You know, if I just had to pick a side, I think I could lean a little bit more towards contenders. I think last year was their first year. I think that they weren't the team that they I didn't I don't think they played at the best of the, their abilities. I feel like they just kind of lost those games. Like the Knicks played really well, but Donovan Mitchell, he was having a rough series. Darius Garland had a maybe oh, I think yeah, that's fucked up. You saying we didn't win, they just lost? No, no. He I think it's that. a combination of I no, y'all, y'all obviously won the series and y'all did y'all thing, but I think the the Cavs weren't at their best, is what I'm trying to say. I think they have another level to get to, and I think that's kind of just with the the playing together part. I mean, they had the person, they had their players, they just didn't play good. Yeah, I think that's just part of the playing together part. I mean, the Knicks just locked them. I just think they're pretenders. They had 82 games to play. Say more than a year. Was Jalen Brunson first year too? <laughs> y'all got to the second round. Yeah, but that was his first year too. The same things that you could say for them, you could apply to us. Y'all played a little bit out y'all body. I didn't expect y'all to go that far like that. You thought they were gonna be a first round exit? I mean, how many of us here had the Cavs to win that series? I, all of, I, I think, the Cavs I think we all had Cavs. Mm-hmm. So we also I, all had Knicks the second round, and they 
shit the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't. Well, we also picked against the Heat. <laughs> they beat everybody. Yeah, they, they beat us every time we picked yeah. against them. Besides the last round. But don't ever get them over here and say that we they lost. We won. They got beat. The lights was too bright. I guess so. That's what Jared Allen said. He should have never said that. He shouldn't have. Because eh. now if he ever has a bad game. It was good for NBA Twitter because that, that yeah. post, that picture exists. No, that's that's what's going to be posted every time he has a bad game. Especially if it's in the playoffs. If he has a stinker in the playoffs, all. Do you, does Jared Allen seem like the type that's on Twitter at all? I feel like he's playing Dungeons and Dragons and League of Legends and Rune. Remember skin. when they got on him for his fits? He was like, "I just like to play video." He games. do. Yeah. He do wear some like just generic shit though. Yeah. <laughs> Zara. You want that? Be some people's style. No, you look what you wear. I look nice today. <laughs> you always he told you. I love it. You always look nice, but I don't think Jerry Allen don't look nice. No, but he wears like dad fits. If that makes sense. Ain't nothing wrong with Get that. Used to a Derek. <laughs> They're used to the dad. Oh, that boy D Mills is already strong. That dad strength gonna come in too. Yeah, oh, bro. Yeah. I ain't messing with D Mills no more. For the Bears, uh, we gotta go see him at the gym, man. If the if the list five nine white man moving him, oh, that's not gonna happen <laughs> with the dad strength. And I, don't, I don't know, but no, you just said basic and like he just wear like a hoodie, sweats, and then that's it all the day. No, he be having jeans on. Don't do that. <laughs> do a little jeans with a button up. Yeah, I, I mean, can't everybody be Shay? So, wow, he glazing. That sounds like glazing. I mean, <laughs> that's glazing. <laughs> can't be Shay or Duke Dennis, right? That boy sounds like John. I forget who he was looking at. He was Maddie like, man, from Euphoria. He's like, man, I don't know if I can handle that. We all going around. John <laughs> talking about, yeah, I don't know about me. But Pete, I know you can handle that. <laughs> I'm like, dog, you got to relax, bro. Tell your homie, you know he can't answer that. That's so crazy. <laughs> I still don't know what possessing to say it, though. <laughs> I was I, like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. weren't even saying that. It was just like, yeah, man, Maddie from Euphoria, she bad. He like, yeah, I don't know if I can handle that. But he, he, you can handle that. That weekend, bro. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I've never seen this commercial at all. Uh, it's getting ready for the NBA season. I can't. They need to bring that. They need to uh, remake the Christmas commercial where they shooting the baskets and they make the little jingle Who's bell. The new five. Chris Stapps Przingis. Chris Stapps Przingis. It's got to be. It's got to be. I think Ooh, is still it would be yeah. cool if they did like a retro. You're replacing Derrick Rose. John Moran. Oh, no, uh, oh James, yeah, Harden, James Harden's not in it no more either. Why? I'm thinking you're putting Luca in there now. Why? I was gonna say we. It's either you do new generation or you do a, like a retro. You one. retro it. You retro it. I think you retro it. So instead of KD, you got Victor. Because I feel like if you're gonna reset it, you got to reset it completely. No KD at all. Okay, so okay. no KD is Victor Wembanyama. Okay. I think Luca. Luca deserves to be in there. Luca is Luca Lebron. Is he the one doing? You the put Jason game? Tatum in there. Oh no, Luca's not Lebron. Tatum's. I would uh, say Tatum. Tatum's high value three point shooter. He's shooting. Zion is dunking. Zion is Zion, dunking. Zion's yes, doing yes, the dunk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that for sure. Uh, Zion, John Morant's the, the Derrick Rose replacement for sure. Z- Zion Don't miss du- this fucking shot. Zion gonna dunk it and be like Trey Young. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Young. Yeah. Just pretty much anybody, any young player with a Siggy gotta be in it. Donovan Mitchell. Shea. Shea. Oh yeah. So yeah, it'll be Donovan Mitchell, Shea, Ja. Another, how many people? Is it five? It's I think five, five and five. then a dunker. Okay. Oh, okay. Another guy who was like LaMelo. Standoutish guy. Converse, it made sense for him to do that. Sorry, shout out to Shea. Is he the only athlete? Oh, Draymond used to be Converse, He's too. He's now Nike. Yeah. 
Imagine oh, the next thing we Kelly Oubre. When he would... Ah, uh, uh, yeah, he was. He was. Oh, uh, the next thing we got is Philadelphia. Pretenders. Don't even know what the roster is going to look like by playoff time. But I want to say, it's preseason. They look all right. Sure. They look like they look like more, more active on defense. Could be from the coaching's uh, point of view from there. But it just makes me eager to see, like... Fractures. I don't think they're in such a bad spot anymore, I yeah. guess. Because you, you're not trading harder right away. Of course, you would like to. But you wait to see what could happen with this team. If not, then you kind of entertain the idea. We're like, we know it will look good. We'll look even better if we get, you know, one or two solid players that can kind of like not replace his production, but we're adding that production to our team. I do like uh, Jaden Springer, though. My my thing is that. What college you went to? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But I know I drafted him in the league before. (laughs) My thing is with the Sixers that makes them pretenders is that I can't have two guys that I can't rely on when it comes playoff time. Like, they both have had playoff stinkers. Joel has gotten injured in every series, so it's like I can't really l- lean on anything here that I can say I, it's concrete to where I can say I can, I'm so I, past. I think I can win. I'm past anything that's like relying on James Harden in the playoffs. I think once you have James Harden at this point, you just know what you're getting. But also that goes against the point, though, because if you are – let's say James Harden is on the team, he plays the full season. Right. You need him to be James Harden to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, this team has no track record of being good to the second round, like mm-hmm. past the second round. That's just James or no James. I just can't see that this is going to be the year. I hope it for them, but because I just I'm not, can't. Put I'm my, not betting money on he's it. He still he can have one good. He can have one or two good games, but it's just like if you say you need four good games from James Harden to pull out this series, and you got to do that four times. I just can't put money but on they that. Don't, they don't even need him to have four great games. Like in the playoffs last year, he had two great forty plus games, mm-hmm. and then the other ones was like thirteen. Yep. Bad shooting. Bad turnovers. And yeah. it's like, man, can we can we get a little mix? Just, can we get a balance? Me mix. Give yeah. me some good James Harden games. You don't need to be great, James Harden. Mm-hmm. Give me what you averaged in the regular season. If you can have that production come postseason, then we love it. But we're all speaking in super oh. hypotheticals because we don't know if he will be on the team. So scoop and score. But uh also they were a team that also blew a three two lead to the Celtics. Home court. Wow. They yep. They contained Tatum. For, they were up with six minutes left in yeah. Game Six and lost the game. Yes, Tatum turned into God in that <laughs> in that fourth quarter. Just he didn't miss, and then then it just carried over into the next game, and it was just like it's over with from there. But that on there on. So. Then the correct term is he turned into Jimmy Butler. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> it's always hard to bet on the Sixers when it comes to this this, this time for them. I did to get it last year. I'm not doing. I'm not falling for it again. You got to show me. Yeah. I, I think the last time I put my money on them is when they was in a bubble. No, when they had Ben Simmons when he passed up on Trey Young. I thought oh. that that was gonna be their year. That that should have been their year. Should have been their year. They were the better team. Yeah. Shout out to Atlanta. Would they have beaten the Bucks? No, probably not. Yeah. But at least you got that conference finals appearance under your belt. True. Yeah. Ben Simmons probably still play for them. Yep. Yeah. True. It's probably Dame, Ben, and and B right now. Oh, yeah. They probably do trade Maxi now. Because their timeline is pushed up. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like Maxi and Tobias. Maxi would have been shooting 40-some percent from – well, he's already doing that, but he would have been shooting lights out in another team, and they would have been like, damn. Yeah. We could have had him too. Uh, Let's go Indiana. Pretenders. Come on. Pretenders? I'm surprised even. He's just going through the teams now. Yeah. yeah. They're pretenders. <laughs> but I think what they'll, y'all thinking of Hornets? They'll be, be a decent regular season too. <laughs> What y'all think about the Hornets? <laughs> yeah. The East already have that. The East just isn't that. It, you it skipped over like one team. <laughs> you said what? You skipped over a team. I said Boston, Philly, 
Milwaukee, and Boston. I know you ain't talking about Chicago. No, hell no. In Cleveland, New York, New York. You skipped over New York. Oh, are they? Are they? They're pretenders. Wait, wait, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I'm, I'm getting in your ass. I know why you said the Pacers, but but not the Knicks. He said New York, and you make a fake. Oh, my bad. Uh-oh. I feel like they're in the same range. Uh-oh. As the Pacers? You're smoking crack. Yeah. You smoking As crack. the Pacers? You're smoking crack. Yeah. You don't watch basketball. I think in a regular season, you do not watch basketball. In the same area when Why are you talking about regular season? real disrespectful. Season? Talking oh. contender versus contender. like three insults. Wait, do you know what a contender is? Yeah, contender for a championship. Yeah. So what are you talking about? Nothing. Honestly. He's just talking. He's <laughs> just talking. <laughs> are you smoking? Are you high? No. Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? That might be a white claw. <laughs> that might be a white claw instead of a coffee. Conklin, <laughs> who the hell is gonna get a white that? claw? Colombian. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Eat, crack, crack oh, in there. Ingredient crack. Number right one there. ingredient too. Crack. Gary. You look right past. It that. says crack. <laughs> I wonder. I feel like I'm in a different world. <laughs> what makes you think that the Pacers will be in the same range as the Knicks in regular season too? Though I just still feel like Tyrese Halliburton was still. When he was healthy, they were still they a were top a, four. They seed. were a five hundred team. Yeah, but they were still like in that same range of like four or five seed. And I still feel like the Knicks are gonna still be in that four or five six seed area. I still think the Pacers are gonna be right in that same range. Hey, I got an idea. What's up? Let's Put some money bet. on it. Let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. I got a thousand dollars that the Knicks are better than the Pacers. I never said they wouldn't be better. Than oh, I thought you said same you range. You said that same round. Yeah, I said yeah, they same would. Same you could be in the same round and not be better. Yeah. Okay, let's put a spread on it. Yeah, how much? How much more do you think this is going to be telling? Now, money on the line. He gonna be like, no, maybe like three games, three, four games. Ain't nothing crazy. Wait, hold on, three, four, five. What? Talk to him. (laughs) Oh, I'm not betting a thousand. I'm six four. (laughs) I'm I'm six six on a good day. You on what? I'm not betting a thousand. Better meal on it. (laughs) Better paid for a meal. Oh, me. I thought he said meal, not no. Better paid for a meal on it. Okay. See, I told you that. I'm saying, I told you. That's different than a thousand dollars. It is. You know where you go? Shit. I'm for that run this motherfucking tab. Oh, you better all take it a thousand with me. <laughs> Ma, you hungry? <laughs> Extra door if she wants something. Uh, okay. I was going to say. Are you want some more of that steak? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to order steaks for just people right next to me. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I, got see you, I see you finished that food. Would you like another steak? <laughs> what are we doing? That, What's your that has so oh. much hesitancy in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> when, the boy, when the boys get a little that bit higher, five too. Five games? Five games. games? You said they're going to be in the same realm. The max I could you do is. You got to put a half on it. The max okay, I, so it's not half. a tie. Three and the, half. Ma- the max I could do is two and a half to three. Okay, three and a half. <laughs> he said two and a half to three. Well, he said so there can't be a tie. We'll, we'll worry about if it's a tie. Okay. Three games? Three, three games. Okay. Let's get it, Pacers. That Wait, is two, all. two and a half games. He's thinking about like the spread of the it. spread because if right. it's exactly so three, then nobody wins. So, two and a half. so you got to put something in the middle. Oh, okay, okay, two and a half. Okay. Wait, do you want to make any rules if Tyrese Halliburton get hurt, then it don't count? Or yep, you got the same thing for Jalen Brunson or anybody. Why well, right. he said forget no. Julius? Yeah, Julius is just as he's uh, all NBA. He is, but I still feel like Jalen Brunson is like okay. All right, okay, okay. no, no, no. no. Julius Randle too. Fuck it. We, you giving me more room. And when, more and, and when we say injury, we mean twenty five games or more. Okay. Okay. So last year, 
around what date? How many games into the season do you remember the Indiana Pacers being the four seed? Uh, maybe it was. Can a, I, can I, I take a guess at it? For sure. Okay. Oh, January is when they fell off, so I'd probably say December, early December to maybe mid December. Was it November? Uh, November, uh, December first, they were the four seed. Then after that, they were the five seed, and then they fell after. Mm-hmm. And that total is twenty one games to the year. Okay. Um, the Knicks, that same time, at that point, the Knicks were ten and twelve. They started off real bad, and then Clyde obviously went on that big streak in January, if I'm not mistaken. Right, then that's when they started to put it together. But, um. Interesting bet, Mike. Let's make a bet too. What what what, what are we betting then? I like we I did, like gambling. We did our we did a bet not too long ago about I the think. Bulls, right? The Bulls and another team. I don't know if it was the Pacers or a different team too. Ooh. but it was it was on the stadiums. Maybe it was the Hawks. Did I bet I Hawks? Think it was the Hawks. Yeah. I, that makes sense for me to bet the Hawks. What <laughs> I, no, 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 no. You took your Bulls. I took the Hawks. No, yeah, that was. Oh no, last no. I know year. the bill. I know the bill. I know the bill. I I know. I know. I know the. Uh, I know it. The Bulls aren't gonna. Their Bulls are not gonna finish in the top ten. Oh, so they basically yeah, miss yeah. the playoffs. Right. And you took the other side. Yes. Um, we can make another bet. Um, you could pick it. What team are you extraordinarily confident in enough to spend real hey, money? Hey, Pacers, man, we riding this season. Vroom vroom. Mm. You know what? I I keep hyping up Russell. I'm not even thinking about the other guys. I'm hyping up Russell Westbrook. Okay. So I'll take a deal with the Clippers. Okay. Oh, all right. He's an anti-clipper over there. I'm not anti. I'm, I'm off the. I'm off the bandwagon. He's not a believer. If that makes me anti, yeah. then yeah, I'm off. It took. I, I've been on the bandwagon for three years. I'm done. I'm off. Um. Okay. Okay. Uh. So who? What is the team you think is in the same range? The Timberwolves. I would bet Timberwolves Clippers. Now, nah, fuck no. That's a bad bet. Bet for the me. Pelicans. Both Ooh. injury teams. He I was, would bet. I would bet Pelicans because I. I, I don't have the Pelicans. It's like that. I would bet like Pelicans. That. Are we doing just overall standing we records? Could, or? We, could, we could do the same spread, or you could pick a different spread, but we could do it in the same fashion, though. But uh, that's tough because it's not because their their spread is good because the Knicks should be significantly better than the Pacers. Neither of the teams that we're talking about should be significantly better than the other ones. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. might have to go just total wins. I'll take total wins. Hell yeah, I'll take total wins. Okay. And I have Pelicans. You have Clippers. Mm-hmm. It's a bad bet for T-T-W me, but I'm, I'm, here right it. Now. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, what was, oh, that got yeah. bad changes YouTube last channel. Year, last year, that shit got crushed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it still, though. What's, yeah. what's the bet, though? Are we betting money? Or we? I'm not a meal <sighs> guy, personally. Without the bet. Um, how about, let's just do an NBA jersey. Word. Okay, That'd word. That would be decent. Yeah. Can we just say jersey in general? Uh, yeah, jersey in general, because okay. I, I don't know. I might want a, a Shannon Sharp jersey or something. Okay, where? All right. I know you'd be sweaty oh, and shit. Yeah, football jersey. You, you thought he was just, you thought he just no, did no. that. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> a, an uh, analyst. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. Somebody a keep track. name to hit that you would want his jersey. Because I was thinking about, <laughs> yeah. like, a throwback jersey you really don't see. What team? Broncos. Broncos country. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they got the um the Packers this week. Broncos? Yeah. Who do the Bears play this Go week? Pack Go. I didn't even know. The Raiders. Okay. Two backup oh, yeah, yeah, quarterbacks I, going back yeah, against each the, other. Let's I go. I put the Raiders defense in my lineup because they're going against the Bears. Bro, I remember ah. watching that Patrick Mahomes. Uh, not the Patrick Mahomes. The quarterback thing. And they was following Patrick Mahomes. That I didn't, and Patrick Mahomes was like, who the hell is number 98 on the Raiders? And it was Max Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> Max Crosby for the beat up, bro. Yeah. He going to be in that backfield. Should be is a boring game. 
surprised because I remember when um, Richard Sherman was like, he keep talking shit or something. He was like, who? Crosby. Wasn't that Crosby that Mac Richard Sherman was talking about? I don't know, but I did see the thing where who was it? Who was it? I think it was Nick Bosa. That somebody that came out was like, bro, he be saying a lot of things that he should not be saying to me while we oh, like about yeah. to line up. Yeah, I heard some, I heard some saying. things about the Bosa brothers for sure. Yeah, to say some crazy shit on the football field, trying to get under skins. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> nah, bro, I ain't gonna lie. That's the funniest story I heard about your football career. When you said, dude, literally hit you in the nuts, oh. and that ref ain't say nothing. <laughs> no, the funniest, it was hard <laughs> the funniest football saver there is when that man said, come to my car, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Derek said, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's his, that's his coach. It was your coach, right? Yeah. It wasn't no, like, no, what's it called? Uh, he was also very, like, he would always give you stuff. Like, he would get a bunch of Nike gear and just give it to you. I still have all that Nike gear. Like, he would give you extra, like, the Nike pants. I know you shit. do, because Joe has got the Chieftain Chain shirts. I don't have any Chieftain Chain shirts. I'm in his South Prime. Shout out to all the good coaches oh, out there. Nah. Yeah, all three of them. I don't, I don't think them. I have one Hinsdale South shirt no more. <laughs> oh, for real? Including Mr. Lottie, right? I don't. I think they all got lost in the shuffle somewhere. As they should. Yeah, he was holding all to down. 10 years out yeah. of high school. All that should be gone. It's been 10 years for me. I donated all of that shit. Are you going to go to the 10-year reunion? I got a message for it on Facebook. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do something around Thanksgiving. Oh, this year. That's, like, that's great. Yeah, that's my 10th year. Yeah. You going to rent a Bugatti? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, 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 nah. They did a lot of, like, renovations at our school, right? They sure yeah, did. Because yeah, every time I drive past it, it looks a little different. The, the swimming pool area looked crazy. I haven't yeah. seen it, but the building. Um, I think they did the Because I'll, I'll be going to yep. Zazos over there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got the you got the rap. Yeah, that motherfucker was a hit. Yep. Yeah, I, I had got it at the bowling alley. Uh, we had a swim class at the bowling alley. At the bowling alley, Zazos is across the street, so like you can order Zazos and they'll just bring it to you. Oh, you went to the bowling alley over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah, I know oh, what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. School. Word, yeah. word. Mike, you missed out on our um our little adventure on Thursday. I heard yeah. about that. Yeah, it was not worth shit though. <laughs> One of the you know what else? One of them was decent because it had like offices. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. We couldn't find nowhere to film. Yeah. It was like I know it was shitty outside too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, It was rainy and stuff. Um. Something that happened that was funny though is when we were waiting at the second place, our realtor put her book on Derek's car, but she put it like kind of hard, like not she didn't slam it, but it made a noise, and I was (laughs) like, "Damn, Derek." Yeah, she took over (laughs) that. I went. So what was what was that? Uh, Thursday. Yep. Yep. I went to the doctor, and then so he it was basically for my back because I don't know I want to see if he can give me some medicine or some type of thing to like help oh, me with my back. Hurt? Yeah, in my back, I always had like back problems, but it's just it's been getting like a, a real problem. Like it's just been hurting, like because you know we we sit down for a minute on the pod. I sit down doing yeah, all that just type of other stuff. So you, I went. You have a, a roller? I do. It's should use it, not the phone one, but because I used to use a phone. You talking about it's a little harder, right? The ones yeah. you talking about. Ro- it, it really I got the phone one. And um, so I went to the doctor. He basically, he didn't give me no, like, no prescription, nothing like that. He gave me a, a referral to a chiropractor. And luckily, like, he had a spot, like, open immediately. So I just went. And I was only there for, like, 30 minutes. But he, for one, he took some x-rays. And it was, like, some shit with, like, my hips. It was, like, there's a gap. And I feel like it was just from my, I had a bad mattress that I was sleeping on. And it's just, like, eventually 
it's gonna like something's gonna mess up you know it's just like my body wasn't level when i was sleeping plus i probably don't have the best posture or whatever mm. but anyways he showed me like the x-ray and i was looking i was just shocked because it's like you could literally see there was like a little gap like so this side was closed and the other side it's like a little gap and it's just like he's like it's grinding against whatever so that's why you're having the pain and so he uh, did a little evaluation whenever then he just like this one, y'all, I was telling y'all on the Discord, and y'all was laughing, but, like, he laid me down on this little, like, thing, whatever, <laughs> and then he basically just, like, pressed up on my back, and, like, he, you know, did a little, he did the little realignment or whatever, whatever. it's called an adjustment, yeah. is what I got, but it's crazy. You your leg and shit? He did a little bit, he was talking, he, about, never mind. Sorry. He's talking about lower back pain, and he's like, anytime you have lower back pain, it's probably because, like, your feet, and so he kind of, like, stretched it out, or, or not stretched it, but I guess he, like, cracked it, and... Y'all is crazy because I had an amazing experience at this chiropractor. Y'all yeah, just you like, your back out, huh? You could do it, put your back into it. <laughs> but for anybody having back problems, I I would actually recommend going to a chiropractor. I bro. might go to one. Cause I, go to one. I, I had a similar th- situation. My back be hurting. I always think maybe I'm tall. I don't got the best posture. But like the last year or two in my mom, when I was living with my mom, I had turned the basement into like more of a studio office thing so I can work and make videos and do all these different things to where I kind of slept on like a futon couch thing versus a bed. Mm-hmm. Right. And you saying that, that you were sleeping on a bad mattress, man, maybe, maybe I should. It really, it really makes a difference. And like I said, I was only there for like 20, he was 30 minutes. Spots that like, he did. He, I'm being Yeah, no, no. He did my back. Um <laughs> He turned me like no, but when you crack when you have back problems, you crack your back. There's certain areas you're gonna crack. I'm trying to figure out if he's hitting so, spots. Yeah. So what? So the first time, no bullshit. He just went like straight down my spine. That was like my back. Then he turned. He told me to lean my like go on my side, and he kind of he kind of grabbed me. He kind of twist me a little bit. And <laughs> he I was guess just manhandling you. It was, was. It was. I didn't feel no pain. It was never no like pain or anything, whatever. And then <laughs> I told the episode of Proud Family. Uh, which one? Well, Oscar went to a chiropractor. Folded his dick. <laughs> no, <laughs> <for I'm laughs> yeah, you sweating and stuff because he had his hood on the whole episode. Yeah, you trying to look. I just flat got hot like the last five minutes, but he did my feet, and then he was like, "Do you have problems with your neck?" I looked over. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because you know, oh, he pulled you. Oh, I could do it. I could. But, yeah. but like, I don't know about y'all, but like for my monitors, I constantly have to like look back and forth. No, I understand forth. it, but when I be seeing on videos, because I'm I, scared that my neck gonna get. Yes. Broke. Well, I, the, I crack my neck all the time. Same. I do too, but like the way they be cracking. So, but like, yeah, so he no. came. So I was laying on the bed. He came up, or not the bed. That sounds weird. I was laying on the little whatever it is, the yeah. little table. Yeah. He I'm came glad up. You corrected he that. grabbed my head like this. It was like boom. <laughs> this so he nigga turned went to a chiropractor basement. <laughs> oh, I got no certification. <laughs> he turned it a little bit, and then he just cracked it. And then like after a while, my neck it don't really what crack was your no more. Ah, uh, not the really. Uh. Like I said, I didn't feel no pain. And after a while, like, my neck, I don't feel like the need to, like, crack my neck like that all the time. My back been perfectly fine. And I go back again Thursday because it's like you might – I still feel a little pain. And you said it's going to take some time. But probably one of the best experiences I had, like, just go to a doctor and feeling the relief afterwards. Smoke joints. Stop smoking on blunts. It's Khalifa said on blunts gives you back pain. I don't know. I got a new mattress. Bro, I took the mattress topper off my bed, and I finally experienced my, like, bed. Amazing. Cause it's a firm one. It's like an extra firm one. I'm usually sleeping on something that's like cushiony. Nah, bro. I like that good mixture of both, where it's cushion mm-hmm. and a little firm. Like I love that perfect balance when I can find it. I broke my bed. <laughs> I know you're selling us. I need a new bed frame too. We're not alone. I broke it. We broke ours. 
Damn, oh, going crazy. Dang, I was going oh, nuts. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. Motherfucker doing backflips. He, they watch this. He jumping off the dresser. Oh, you thinking different than me. He jump, he's still jumping off the dresser in my in my uh, images. <laughs> he said, "You know you watch the wrestling, Hardy." <laughs> Hell no! How you break it? <laughs> I don't know. It just broke one day. Like the legs just. I'm just I can tell you, how I broke my ass specifically. I was maybe it's just from getting on it too much, and then like from us moving, maybe some shit then like broke. But like I don't know. So we probably gonna order another one. Off Got some bed. miles in on that bed. How long you had that bed Wait, though? Oh, like a year. No, no. You need a new bed frame. Oh, yeah, bed frame. We've okay, actually okay. had that bed for like two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's yeah. pregnant. A lot of wear and tear. Yeah, because she was. Hey, it happens. That's my doggy man. Stop playing with that boy. That's D Millie. What the. Is, is he, I don't killer. watch commercials, but oh, that's the same commercial. You like, finna say this, yeah, he, he started <laughs> dating Taylor Swift, and he's just uh, unavoidable. Yeah, I was like, I see this man face on TV. I, I really don't watch commercials, but like, I I didn't realize how much I see him on TV. Yeah, is he handsome? He's all right, okay. good looking guy. Him or Patrick Mahomes? I'm not finna compare. Them. Oh, I thought <laughs> I had him. I thought I had him. Look, of, he's back on the commercial. Yeah, Travis Kelsey is in this one, I believe. They just they just run media. Yeah, hey, do your thing. I don't. Even, I didn't see him though. Only saw Patrick Mahomes. Oh, it's another version of this. Oh, oh. no, that's the auto one. Yeah, they everywhere. Uh, my auto. That crowd look crazy. Yeah. yeah. Getting a commercial sounds like such a fun experience. Yeah, we should be in one. Call off. You know what I I want to send? I want to send a two K like social media feed. I don't. Yeah, well, I want to be in a commercial. Fuck two K, bro. I ref- I will not take a bag from two K. Unless the bag is crazy. <laughs> Skechers, man. What's up? Skechers better call the phone. I just want it to be like the Lakers get a W and it's, it's me tweeting out. So excited. Uh, so excited oh, to watch my Lakers that. out there balling. You know yeah, what yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. social media type stuff. I thought you meant real. You could make that happen, low key. Or through the wire in it. Yeah, no. That's like an easy thing and I feel like they wouldn't care. Yeah. How much you charging them? 50 bucks. You need a manager. <laughs> Nobody going to see that shit. But 50 bucks? People will see that. You I would do it because I want to do it. So, okay. They, if they, they tell like, me, if they, they'll, if, they'll be like, deal. Do you like doing this podcast? Yeah. You take home a salary, though, don't you? Yeah. You get paid for it, don't you? Yeah. It's more than 50 bucks, ain't it? More people going to see that or see this than when they go see that. Mike, everybody plays 2K. Well, how how often do you pay attention to that? And you play 2K religiously on nah, my league. Nah, at least in my league aspect, you logged a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. How many times do you look at that thing? I look at it often. Now, I'm not dissecting every tweet right. that's there, but I, it's just I a know fun the, like, thing to have in there. The, the no dunks guys are on there. Uh, Count mm-hmm. on Vic is on there. Petty is Lakers fan is on there. Like, I know. I know. That's there. that's why I seen that. I was like, I seen Petty is on there. That's yeah. kind of cool. So I, I've seen a lot of people. And I, again, a lot of times it seems like it's the same people every every year, which makes me think that they just paid straight up for the rights to like yeah. their likeness for that. I wouldn't be surprised. Who case seems like that type of thing? Yeah. Mo Hoop said that he would like it if we just discuss playoff baseball today. Just uh, he he sent me that shit too. Word. Oh, no, he um, tweeted that. I did not watch the Astros and Rangers game. I got home at, in the ninth, and PL was like, "You got to turn your TV on right now." So I missed the big home run, but I rewatched or uh, saw the replays and stuff. Uh, I love Jose Altuve, man. It's hard to hate again, hate him. What about Alec, though? Oh yeah, Alec is the is the boy. 
You ain't see what he did? Uh, bottom of the bottom of the eighth. Down by two. He been You're yanked, Alec? Yeah. He's been yanked from the lineup the last two games because he's been struggling to, to swing the bat. Pinching opportunity. Three two count. Craig Kimball. You know Craig Kimball, right? Of course I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I know by the stands. I, I didn't know he was trading teams until I seen him on the mound and I was like, I know that stance. That's Craig Kimball. Took him yard. No, no doubter. Not like a lot of Alec home runs are like skimming the wall. No. Smacked it into the pool. Run of the bases, great moment. And then Gabriel Moreno. Oh, somebody hit a double. Catel Marte hit a double. Catel. No, he hit a single. A he single. And then the score. Then the game winning run came across the, you know. So it's been great because they were down 2 0, and now it's 2 2. Um, I'm still rocking with the backs, of course. He looks up. You can put it on the board. Yes. That pool actually is like a cool element. Yeah. Especially I don't know what, I Arizona. Don't, yeah. Got to be a vibe. Because I don't think their place, I think they have a retractable roof, but they don't use it often. Like, I remember I, there were people there that I follow on Twitter. It was like, there's no way I should be a playoff game sweating right now. That's a ballpark we should we should go to. 100%. It looked cool. Even though if you look at, like, top-rated ballparks, they're always lower. But it looks cool. Mm. I want to go to more because the Rangers one was a phenomenal. Man, the Rangers one was great. Yeah. I haven't been to a lot of ballparks. I've been to the two here in Chicago and then basically the Rangers one. That's it. What's your favorite, Wrigley? Wrigley, for sure. I, my favorite is the Rangers one, man. They shit was it was so level. cool. You walk into the, you give the ticket, you walk in, you own you're, the you're like, yeah, you're literally crazy, there. bro. That yeah. was so cool. I love that about Wrigley. Um, the, the, the thing about Sox, we were you go to the Rangers, right? Yeah. yeah. When you go to White Sox field, you just, it's so long. It's, it's so big. Lot. It's a lot you got to do. You got to go yeah. up the ramp, probably. It's so long. It's so big. I didn't even oh my recognize God. it. Uh, yeah, it takes so long to get to where you need to be, especially if you're running late. Oh, GGS, yeah, you about to, but the, you about to miss an inning. Same thing with Soldier Field. I was just there the other day. It's like this is not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very optimized. Yeah, I've never been to Soldier Field. I got to watch a Bears game or a Fire game. They play tonight at five. I'm not gonna be able to make that. They need, they need a win and uh, the, one other team to lose for them to be in the playoffs. Blackhawks too. Ooh, why is this, ooh, why is Chicago Fire now playing at Soldier Field? I don't know the answer to that. I know oh. they had their own place, um, but yeah, I don't know why. Maybe oh. they outgrew it. I have no idea. Oh. But also, they don't unless it's a big game like the Messi game. They don't open the the top bowl anyway. Yeah, they just do like the bottom two. So I don't know. It's ugly though, because the Bears logo is still on the field. Really, oh, so they're yeah. playing. You can see the forty yard line. It's ugly as shit. It has to be a construction thing. That, Maybe that, that may be the only reason I could see it happening. Yeah. Oh. Destruction, hey, construction. Shakiri, come on, baby. We need we need a nice little hat trick tonight. Get some playoff soccer in Chicago. He ain't even know Shakiri Richardson did. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you? No. That's crazy. You don't know who that is. You don't know who that is. No, not that. I, wait. Track in. Is that the black girl? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. One of the fastest women in the world. Yes. She- she Did was the one who they tried to kick out for they kicked out for smoking weed. Yeah. Didn't yeah. we talk about she, she her side with the fire? I don't know. What'd you say? No comment. <laughs> I need you to focus. I said, didn't we talk about her signing with the fire? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That we did like, talk about. Yeah, that was like a couple months ago when And I'm like Shikari smoking on and off the, the track. Me. Hey. What track was he talking about? Track and field or the soccer field? Both of them. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. She don't play for the fire. I knew she ain't play for the fire. Because that's a men's team. 
They um they just <laughs> the MLS just released like the all the um salaries of their players and stuff. And it's so crazy to see the gap. Like Messi's making twenty million based on their like player exception, whatever. And Shakir's making like eight million, which is like third highest in the entire league. But everybody else is making like four hundred K and this and that. It's like that's good money to play a, 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 a kid's game. Yeah, it is. It's just not comparable to the other leagues in the world. But maybe the MLS will get there one day. Hey, comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Aaron Holland signed for. Because you know what they say, P? What they say? The grass isn't always green on the other side. You know what they also say? What? Keep your eyes on your own paper. (laughs) (laughs) Or else what? That's it? Just keep your eyes on your own Soccer contracts be crazy, though. That's what KB's saying for some people. Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, uh, no, forget that. Did y'all see that video I put in the Twitter chat? Which one? The Neymar shit? Yes. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Yeah. Bro. Get well soon, Neymar. But you finna go watch it? Yeah. Please. For the, for the people at home, um, there was, I, I don't want to, I don't, yeah. I don't know how to even explain it because yeah. I don't want to miss. They were doing something. Represent someone. Something. Yeah. Oh. A ritual against. Like some type of voodoo? Yeah. And he, but I don't even know if it counts as that. Something like that. And then he tore his ACL. The spot on what they were doing to the doll is where he got hurt. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's a little crazy. That's crazy. That's scary. Crazy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really like that type of shit. I was like, what the hell? Let's be in their good graces, please. Because, <laughs> man, um, I'm in God good grace. Is too. We on the moon. <laughs> we on the moon. They say. Balling just like what I say. Jimmy Bella, Paul George, balling like a small They fool. said those those that tell don't know. And usually those that know don't don't tell. Don't tell. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Through the Wire Podcast. You know me? I'm sick of being tired and tired of being sick. <laughs> exactly. We should end every episode with a mic quote of the day. Well, let baby say, I'm tired of being tired of being tired. Oh, he said something like that. What uh, DJ Khaled said? Another just, one. Just make sure your next move is your best move. Nah, the best one is is uh, Rick Ross. Reebok sound, I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> is it DJ Khaled or Onward that was like, I like what Drake like? That was DJ Khaled. Oh, I thought that was Onward. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go golfing. Come on. It's a beautiful day outside. Really would be a game. All right, we appreciate if you y'all. Give, uh, if you give me some clubs, I go anytime. You <laughs> I heard they Goodwill be when I worked at Goodwill, they always got some golf clubs. Yeah. Oh, can they fit me though? I think they I'm can. A big guy. I think they can. Oh, okay, okay. Your, your 